go. Did you forget? Hey, 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 everybody. Modern Comic Mayhem time. We've got top five Kirby covers, some awesome comic reviews, and some great talk. So stick around. It's going to be a fun night. Marco, cue the music. I guess the welfare queen can copy that one again. Well, we forgot something, right? Yeah, drinking game. Look, what's up, drinking game? Make sure we play the drinking game. Uh, you want to that one too? It was like marble mouth mayhem. You're like marble mouth mayhem. Like, oh, this is a good start. <laughs> it's already off the rails. It's already the holiday weekend. It is the holiday weekend, folks. It is what it is. We got some great people with us. Of course, we got Travis back. He's yeah. got a new little concept or a new little game we're gonna play today. And we got Ish. Ish is gonna cover the con that he's at, and me and him are gonna do a little Heroes Reborn. Uh, Mar- Marvel Ish. I-, I think we both had it, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. But we both uh, were gonna go into this like. I can't believe what they're doing. And then we read it and said, oh. There's, there's been some twists and turns. I can't believe what they're doing. So that's going to yeah. be fun. Kyle, what else you got? Oh, man, just so much fun. I don't even know what to do with myself. Can, can I tell you where I went today? Can I show the picture? Can I show yeah. The let's start with hey, that. how about this? How about this? Hey, for all you people that make fun of the spots that I go to go uh, hunting, and you guys, some of you guys are out there, you're like, I can never find a new spot to go to. Uh, you know, it's tough out there, man. Like, uh, Jesse James is buying up all the comics, man, and it's the only place I can go. Yeah, like, sometimes you just got to do a little bit of looking, like, at uh, your local Ace Hardware store, uh, which now has sells comics on Wednesdays. This is literally uh, taken out of the – saw this, was supposed to pick up pizza. Uh, family ate late. Kids were all in a, a tuffle, all 20 of them. Sorry, I got to go to Ace for my comics. <laughs> I had to go to Ace to go see what was going on. It popped up. Dude, I'm telling you, this thing was great. Okay, so you get the Dark Horse. All of a sudden, I go, there's no way there's Dark Horse popping up. On, and I didn't pull out all the pictures. The next one was Marvel came up on the screen. Then it said DC. They even had Zenoscope. I didn't even know you were allowed to advertise Zenoscope, but Zenoscope came popping up. This said New Comic Wednesday at the Ace Hardware. So, of course, you know I had a U-turn around in the middle of the five-way highway, drop back in there, and see what was going on. And uh, they had comics, man. In a, in an Ace Hardware, in the back of an Ace Hardware, how are they displayed? Is that a spinner? Are they racked? What's going on? No, so this is yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is crazy. For everybody's familiar with Ace Hardwares, right? Like mm-hmm. just a hardware store. It's like a regular. That's where I like go for all as, my my grout needs. Yeah, good. They're not as big as like a, a Home Depot, but not as small as Mom and Pop. It's in between. Uh, in the back of this Ace Hardware store, apparently they had a hobby shop for like uh, RC cars. And whoever's running that decided they're going to expand and start to sell comics uh, and pops. I should have taken some pictures of the inside. Yeah, pretty much they had newsstand, like the rack, the magazine style racks on two sides when you walked, because it was like even a separated section. And um, they had all the weeklies and they had like the last week of the back issues there. And then they had one big table of just like back issues, but <laughs> but back issues for like the last six months or wherever this comic shop, hobby shop, Ace Hardware situation. Like there's an old man in the front just looking and like, he's like, oh, you're not even here. Like, can I get you a washer and, you know, uh, nuts? And at the same time, can you go buy some comic books? And then they had like a glass case. And the only thing in the glass case, which was their expensive book, was a set of uh, 
one through uh, 16, one through 19, the whole Maximum Carnage series. Bag and board. Okay. Everything was nice, though. I mean, it was very nice. There definitely were some current issues. I, I really was running. I, I I drove an hour to get this special, like, pizza, so I was already running late. And uh, But then, you know, so then I was in there. So I only spent about 30, 40 minutes. I didn't actually buy anything because all of it was a little bit too new. And the price point on Maximum Carnage, a little bit out of my uh, usual buying range. Not a bad price, mind you. Not a bad price at all. But I'm thinking, like, Ace you Hardware, know. where the prices are low and where the comics go. Ace Hardware. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna go in there and they're gonna start like Bro. selling. It's like an old, old, or like there's like a, a Mogwai. You can buy a Mogwai yeah, there. Yes, there's no, an you old Steaman like being in the corner. So there's one guy running. So they're in the back there because it's. It, oh man, I mean, look, I'm trying to knock this guy's not knock this guy's hustle because like. Uh, the guy's hustle, yeah, it's a fold over pizza, but it, 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 the, the, the guy's hustle is amazing, except for he has three different counters. He has a counter for the comic books, a counter for the hobby portion, and a counter from whatever other side business. I didn't have the time to figure all that out yet, what was going on in the third side business. So, like, he, he'd stay at the comic business for four gallons of paint, Robin number two, yes, a new yes. key made, and Heroes Reborn, and he 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 definitely had some of the very the hot variants had sold out there. You could tell because he had enough of the copies for it still left over. He had some ones, some interesting ones. Uh, somebody had definitely gone through and taken like you know that Wonder Woman number one from the Future State that's very popular right now. Somebody had gone through and pillaged that already. Um, but you know, like there's some stuff still there. It just it's still cover price, and like I'd already gotten it for like FOC, so I'm not trying to pay cover price on it. But you know, if a, he has a sale, I'll go back and and go through it wasn't bad everything was in great shape it looked really good i mean i, I don't know what was it what's stick boy saying uh yes yeah yeah yes yes uh but no like you go in yeah, and there's like yet. posters. Not five minutes so on the two right side of the door there's like poster of like uh there was a poster for dc for the future state and then there was a there was a spider woman the new spider woman series poster out and then it was right next to that, like propane rental. Uh, there's a sale for wheelbarrows, uh, Memorial Day sale weekend special for all hardware. Uh, please come in. And it, it was amazing. It's one of those great spots where you're like, dude, how great's your life when you can go into the Ace Hardware store and like there's comics in the back of it, dude? Well, you, like, you, you said something in there that pops. made pops. Yeah. There's pops too. You said something in there that made me uh, like flashback to growing up when you talked about the posters. I want more stores to bring back the poster flippers. Mm, Remember mm. those bad boys, like a yeah, Spencer's mm -hmm. gift posters. Yeah, uh, every awful. now and then, like a Target or something, you'll you'll see them. And there's still a joy that comes through flicking through that stuff. Just do do. Ed, oh, thank you for saying hi for the algorithm. I really do appreciate it. Sorry, Travis. We got no tell. whenever Ed stops by, we gotta say hi for the algorithm. Thank you very much. Uh, load up your wheelbarrow with comics. I'm not even sure there's a wheelbarrow full of comics there yet. He was, he's a little light, but it, it'll be definitely a good place to keep on the radar and check out how it's going. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Maybe I'll go back and take some more pictures if everybody's interested. Just put the down below or in the chat. We'll see if you guys are interested. Maybe I'll go in there, do a little promo for the guy, do a little shoot, help help out his business a little bit. Hey, hey it's thinking outside of the box. You get what do you think Diamonds, when Diamonds like sending out their books, they're like, and Ace Hardware? We're sending this to Ace? Well, whoever approved that account, same with Lunar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because it had to be Lunar, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, I'm sure it was, the, it was under the hobby shop's name. Yeah, I think it's under the hobby. Yeah, so it's that would make sense. The yeah, probably says like a toy store, and yeah, I think you, you got to send a photo a of your brick and mortar, and so you're sending a photo of the Ace, you know, <laughs> storefront. Well, that's why the he two posters were up joke. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why the two posters were up there. He probably shot it from the side, and then under the Ace, that's probably why they had this. Like it, it I'm not joking. Like I thought, I, that's why you turned around. I was like, I didn't see this right, did I? Like. You're, I mean, think about it. A side, it's like the green barbecue, green egg barbecue, and the next thing you see is Marvel pops up, and you're like, "Wait, what? DC? Wait, what?" This is propane tanks, nineteen ninety nine for a refill, forty nine ninety nine if you need a tank. And you're like, "Oh, okay." Zenoscope. Wait, it was Zenoscope. <laughs> then you think somebody's just messing around, right? Like I was like, somebody had. A, there's some kid that's playing. So then you debate like. Well, of course, I debated. Should I go in? And then I said, well, I've been to worse places. Absolutely, I'm going to go in. So I had to go investigate, and I did some investigation. I probably should have come back uh, a little bit more prepared for this uh, report. I know there's probably going to be funny jokes going on in the chat right now about it. Uh, but if you guys want, I'll go back, and I'll, I'll see what I could do. I like how Marco's, Marco's recruiting. He's like, there's some funny comic kid in this store, and I want to see if he wants to do a podcast. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. And I pull, so I pull up, too. I pull up, and the guy I parked next to is, you know, of course, it's a Honda Civic, and the guy's got Grogu on the thing. Because I was like, there's no way this is the right place, right? It's a bunch of billies coming out there. Everybody's getting their work done. You know, some guy's got, like, one toilet on one hand like this, and it's cracked, and he's walking it in. And another guy's got, like, you know, some nuts and bolts in his hand. I was like, oh, okay, this is actually a hardware store. There's no way there's comics. And I just parked. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I really need to pick this pizza up. But I look next to me in the Honda Civic. And you know which car I'm talking about because there's one of these at every comic book place. They're like, it's like a grayish Honda Civic, a little bit of sun damage. You're not quite sure what size the tires are, if they're like a four or 12. And then you think like, did they even make tires in a size four for anything but a go-kart? Maybe not. But, and then you look over and they got, you know, they got a couple bumper stickers and they've got something sitting on the dash. You know what I mean? And sitting on his dash was Grogu. So I was like, oh, it's on. There's definitely comics here. So I went inside and, and checked out the comics. Well, it does. It makes me feel good about I've been trying to get my malt shop slash shoe shine slash comic book store business up and running. And I feel like this is seeing that the market is capable of holding such stores. It's going to be good for me. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, like I said, I, I'll try to get. I'll try to do some more recount if I got time. It, it is a bit of a drive out there, and I don't go. But the pizza uh, for uh, was a figure who was asking. Yeah, it's like this full meat pizza, but they like it's like folded over. Maybe I'll bring down a slice later and show everybody. It's amazing. I knew it's my like, chowder and comics like, place was a good idea. <laughs> chowder <laughs> comics is a great name for a comic. Chowder comics. Local guy. This is the one. The one shop I will not go to. There's a local guy, and every time I go there, he is eating an extra garlic cheese. Uh, bacon and pepperoni pizza, and he will, while licking his fingers, cash you out. Oh. That's why oh. I always give everybody a hard time about this thing right here, the slamming of the books, is because he doesn't. I just yeah. refuse to go to that place anymore. Yeah, food truck, never good. Never good. Is that Jesse? Yeah. All right, I either way. I think, I think it's on to something, man. No, don't. Stupid comics. We can figure something out. Uh, hey, make sure, sure you guys for comics. Yeah, yeah. Chow, take your child to go in some comics. Um, so <laughs> that was that. That's an adventure, I guess. You know, I mean, you don't see that every day. It's pretty cool. Uh, and I, yes, it's, I don't know how he got approved though. Like, I mean, seriously, because when you have to give the storefront that show the picture, even if they, because if I remember before I got uh mine revoked, 
it was a little bit of an interesting thing to have a storefront and they actually wanted like real proof and then like you could use photo and stuff like that but i'm not sure how they you could think, you think there's a market for where they're not selling comics where you could definitely make money i'm thinking airports there should be like not, not and they have the airport bookstores but an airport comic stand absolutely comic. Rem- as a kid i remember picking up you'd get like the multi-packs at the airports yeah the women's you'd read them on long flights it would be spider-man thor cap mm-hmm. And you can leave them in the seat back. And you're just like, it's just a share in comics. You just pick up a $2 book, $3 book, leave it in the seat back if you don't want. <laughs> you know, you're good to go. What would you consider the Whitmans-ish? Would you consider, I mean, they're a reprint, right? But would you consider them a repack? Is that what you consider? I don't know. Somebody asked me this question the other day, what, what my opinion on the Whitmans were. And I was like, well, I mean, like, you know, in cards, it'd be like a repack, right? Like, it'd be kind of like the repack, equivalent of a sure. repack. Um, but it's definitely a reprint, right? Like it qualifies under the reprint category because it is a reprint. That's what it is. Um, I wouldn't exactly consider it a second or third printing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's for a different day or a different show. But if there was no other additional reprints, if there's the first print and then the reprint, then I mean, I guess it counts as a second print at that point. Yeah, but I, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it would be a second print, maybe. But there's regional printing going on. Okay, yeah, that's for another day. But that's from <laughs> Eric. Eric, just so you know, me and Eric talk about a bunch of this. Eric, uh, who does a lot of the art, did some other stuff there too. By the way, real quickly, I saw Stick Boy in the chat, a bunch of other people. Guys, if you're going to hit me on the, the DMs with your submission for top five Kirby colors, do it now so I can get them in. Uh, I'll check in 10 minutes if you guys have them in there. We'll try to throw together slides for you. If not, it's going to be late today. So, Yes, yeah, so, someone in the comments met, uh, mentioned movie theaters. Also a good place, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, especially now since every other movie is some there kind of franchise a Marvel movie. movie. And you walk out and then you buy like a tie-in comic. Oh, yeah, the Venom be- books? Yeah. I'm exactly. going to start like, up out front of the movie theater selling comics. Well, even for trailers, like the trailers that are coming, like that they're playing, then you, before the movie comes out, you put them out there. Could you imagine if you could put together like Whitman packs? Of the trailers so like you do like read these like 18 like a walmart for those people it's the same thing I as the walmart stuff see what i'm saying so you just would do a repack of these like offshoot 18th prints or whatever reprint stuff i just do it on cardboard copy and do it for ten dollars a pack and when they're leaving the the theater you know after they saw the previews they'd get these little packages of number one you do oh look it's the number ones and you could just push out number ones off dc should do that maybe they'd sell a comic book or two they always sell a comic book to me. You know what they should do? Remember the ones that I was showing off that were in the Sunday paper and it was like yeah. a portion of the book? Uh-huh. That's the kind of stuff they should do at the movie theaters that they should always just be giving out. Something to entice you to go find the rest of the book. Right. Mm-hmm. I went through – are all your guys' movie theaters went open? Because I just drove – well, I was driving there. I was People actually checking this west, out. Everything's open. Yeah, there's not, there's like, yeah, in Arizona, I, absolutely everything's open. Is it packed though? Like, everywhere's packed. No, no, I don't know. Really? I haven't seen like packed. Yeah. You know, oh, you haven't been to Ace Hardware then? No, Ace That's Hardware true. was packed. It was the comic shop high. Cause I went by uh, the, the Magic Johnson Theater one that's pretty popular. And it was probably a quarter both times I went past that. I was expecting it to be a little bit more full. United Artists looks like it's done. They're not even cutting the grass over there anymore. And Phoenix looks like it's going out of business too. So I was just wondering. I how, work at uh, Old Town Scottsdale here in Arizona. Artists. 
That place is packed. Really? That's good. I'm surprised. Still have United yeah. Artists Theaters? Yeah, yeah, in the great state of Michigan. Well, they did. I don't think they're going to have them anymore. They actually were really nice. I mean, their inside was great. Like, I think it's been like 20 good. years at least since they've had one in Arizona. Well, that's how far Michigan is behind. Yeah, we that's should close true. down good movie theaters and just make junky ones. Yeah, you're right. That's what we should do. That's uh, me. I've got comics here. Comics. Comics, comics. (laughs) That's cool. Speaking of selling comics, issue a couple weeks ago. Three card Monty and comics. He's like, hey, hey, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, you had that con that you guys were doing out there in Arizona. Yes. So they called it was Scottsdale Comic Con. It was it was pretty good. Um, I think the right size crowd showed up. Um, I know they didn't want to pack it in, you know, because of COVID concerns, but. yeah, I mean it was it was a great crowd. There was a lot of good stuff. Uh, obviously, there was no guests. So it was just it was just vending comics. People dress up? No, no, no cosplayers. It was um, I'd say probably like a thirty and older crowd. How were the sales? Were they looking good? Was it looking up? Was it keeping pace? You know, um, I, I I walked around and I just you know prices are up across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, reflecting the market trends and. You know, there were certain books, even I was surprised. I was like, wow. Um, you know, John Byrne, um, She-Hulks, yeah. CG Speed, going for eight, <laughs> 900 bucks. And going for it, too. Like, people are buying them. Yeah. Like, that's, like, because I remember a couple, like, four or five months ago, uh, we had a conversation, and somebody was like, I can't believe they'd have eBay prices. And I was like, yeah, they had eBay prices at that con, but you know what they also had? People buying them for those prices. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's the there, big thing. That there's just, not a lot of haggling. What you're thinking is, you know what? I can get it off of eBay for you know four hundred dollars. I don't have to pay shipping now. I don't have to worry about being mm-hmm. destroyed. I don't have to worry about it getting stolen off my porch. I don't have to worry about the slow ass shipping of USPS. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't have yeah. to worry about getting a pair of women's pants like I did once. <laughs> I opened the box. It was a pair of pants in there. Oh jeez! What book did you think you? What were you? Did you pay for? It was actually uh, uh, an aliens action figure. Oh! And instead of that, it was a woman's pair of pants. That's so. That's always oh. my point of reference from now on. But yeah, that's interesting to hear. I mean, I always say it like this: like I don't think you know the one thing that does kind of stink is that dealers found out that they don't need to sell books at cons anymore because they have it listed on eBay and they can sell it there. So when you come in. Do you know that those books you're seeing, because everybody had to make a living, you know what I mean, while places were shut down. So that stuff's already listed. They figured out it's just as easy to go on your phone and unlist it and sell you the book there in cash. So you got to make sure that you're planning on using the negotiation tactics. That still seemed to be working. I know you said there wasn't a lot of negotiation in there. There was not but- a lot of haggling. People were just picking stuff up at price just just to, you know, hey, if I don't get it now, it was, I think FOMO is really mm. in play here. Yeah, and you know, really and I see it. I see it every day at our shop where people are like, "Oh man, I need this book. I need this book. All right, I'll come back tomorrow." The, an hour later, it always happens. An hour later, someone comes in and buys it. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's, you know, you can't you can't think of you can't leave it and think about it. You got to pick it up if you really want it. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, just that's things a, were going so fast at that point. It's that, that's the craziest part is how fast and in in the you know there's no more shopping around. That's what we said too. Like if you get into the con. And even if it's a one-day, six-hour con, you're buying. You better be there ahead of time. You better be there before the dealers, and you better be buying within the first two hours. Because you, if you're not, I mean, I think for this, like, con, 
this con in particular, actually, um, it was all you know on the road vendors. We were the only local shop there. Hmm. Oh wow! Do you recommend for people who are getting into collecting and they might be you know getting their first couple of like wall books to like have an idea of what book you want, have an idea of what price you want to pay for it? So if you see at the con there is like you've already decided if it is in this range that you're going to get it, or I mean, yeah, that, that, that that's always a you know a good way to approach okay. it for sure. But there is also that enticement of like, you're like, oh, I know this book. And you see it on the wall and it's like calling out to you. And you're like, well, I came for this other book. But like, damn, that looks good. Oh, all right. You know, there's a local vendor here where I didn't. It's Every time he sees me, he jacks up the price. <laughs> and it's not because I like I like screwed him out of anything. It was always his price. But like I was. I was buying stuff on the cusp of like getting like expensive. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So I was always buying books. So now when he sees me, he's like, "What book are you looking for, Kyle?" And I go, "Oh, that one." He's. I said, "What is that? Three hundred?" He's like, "No, nope, that's four hundred." He's like, I, "I know what that means when you're buying a book." So I guess go. So it's for years now, and it's it's hard for me to buy. And he's always got the killer books. Do you think he was trying to like get you to transition from that medium grade stuff to like putting real money down on comics? It was his kind of way of being like, "Hey, if you want to enter this world, time to play with the big boys." And uh, you know what? And that's part of it. True is I bought some big books from this dude too. So, but I get them like I get them before they you know they start know, going. I, I pay exactly what he asks. I'm not a barter. You know, like with certain people, I don't really barter. I don't really. Come on, man, 50 bucks. You know what I mean? I don't do that kind of stuff. The price is the price because if that was me, that's how I would want it. So I don't really try to barter a whole bunch. So I buy him, but he's like, but, you know, like I got my Walking Dead 1 from him for a really good price. And that sticks out in his brain because right after I bought yeah, it, it, it exploded. But I'm like, now, though, it's it's kind of leveled out. So, you know... Do you think it's insulting? Like if you're going to like a con for like three days, you're going to pop in every three days. You see a book you want, you ask the price. It's not what you want. So like if it's there at the third day to come back, is there any kind of incentive in doing that? Or because now the eBay sales, it's like, hey, man, this is the price. There's no like I'm trying to unload these books before I leave here. Or is that a, a strategy? So I don't know how it is on the West Coast. On the East Coast, the idea used to be there are cons that were after New York Comic Con. And after San Diego Comic-Con, and they're pretty big cons, not just like small regional cons. Hey, I just want to shout out TYTV real quickly. What's going on, man? He's right about the Kyle situation there, too. What's going on, TY? He's <laughs> over. He does some stuff on Dark Side. Make sure you check out his channel. But here, so this is what we used to do. Like Baltimore is a perfect example of that. Baltimore used to be after NYCC. And guys, that would be the end of a lot of dealers run. That was the last like pretty big show there was. But in the previous two years before it shut down because of COVID, like New York moved after it. So they weren't doing it anymore on those type mm. of shows. If you can find the shows that are after it, it doesn't even matter if it's on eBay, you can get the books, especially when the season shuts down. Now it's been different because the season's always open on eBay. But if you talk to any major seller on eBay too, you can see there's certain problems. Like the searching for books has changed over the last month. And people have seen a little bit of a decrease in it. And I'll be honest with you, we're getting sick of listing. I mean, like, it, we're not getting sick of making money, but like it's a lot of work to list like all the time, right? And then it's you got your shipping consuming. going on all the time. 
It is. And I think finally some of people are going to the fact of like, it's not worth like if I sell a book for 20% less or 10% less, I'm only vested in this book. You know, I'm it's already a 300% profit margin on it. Like why, why am I trying to get that extra 10%? My time's worth more than that because now you have to go out there even to buy collections. It's a rat race, dude. I mean, it's, I don't, I'm not even going to get into some of the stuff that's been happening lately, but it's crazy. And it's crazy what these people are doing. And if you think people are buying books, like Ish said earlier, like you have an hour to decide and go, go try to buy a collection and see what happens. You don't only, you might have somebody calling the person and texting them on the phone while you're trying to buy the collection and negotiate with it. And, and, and they're out negotiating you with three or four people on the phone nowadays. And there's somebody, there's three cars waiting outside and somebody knocking on their door. Sight unseen at the collection. Sight too. unseen. Sight that's, unseen. I mean, we had, when Brian and I, when Brian and I were buying collections, that's what people would tell us. They'd be like, you know, the time you've been sitting here, we've gotten four text messages and an email about this collection. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's, that's one thing. That was kind of one of the ones we stopped. That's when we realized, okay, we got to stop going through it because we just. Yeah, you got to find out the keys. Either, how much either we need to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> I was like, fine. I'll just take the carpet samples and leave. I don't need the collection. And a gallon of paint. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, it's not even difficult where if you're not coming in and not even looking. Like not even looking to check the books you saw or what was supposed to be in there is there, and you're not just giving them the money and walking out. Sight, I, like like Travis said, sight unseen, which I don't buy stuff sight. Like I'm I'm good, man. Like I've been buying for a bunch of years. I'll figure out some way of making money off of it. Plus, people are buying junk now, anyways, and I got junk, so whatever. But like, uh, you know, you can't. I can't. I I can't do it. I know there's a lot of guys out there trying to break into it, and that's what they're doing. But like, I don't know about ish, but I don't throw. That's bad money for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to go into the you know red. I, I like staying in the black. So, hey, but it's, can, it's I make, nice. can I make an eBay brag? Go ahead. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I, I I rarely win auctions. I'm so unlucky when it comes to auctions. You know, it's always the last minute bot. Always gets me. I won an auction for one penny the other night, and it was really? like my birthday. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to brag about that. That's the dream. One penny, the one penny thing. Yeah, it was for an autographed uh, NHL rookie card. It was something I really wanted, so I thought that was, was pretty it? great. What's this that? is kind. Of, this that's nice. That's cool. Who was it, Kyle? Asher? Oh, Rasmus Sandin. There you go, rookie for the Maple. Oh Leafs. yeah, yeah. I don't know who he is. I don't know <laughs> about hockey. This is kind of an interesting thing because we've been doing this a little bit lately, and so some of our other friends is like. Cheap slabs, no matter what it is, if it costs like there's slabs out there that you can find on eBay that it costs as much to get it shipped and slabbed and get and you get a nine eight out of it. Like I'm talking like thirty dollars, forty. I just saw somebody, uh my man Steve Horn. If, if there's a nine eight slab for less than forty bucks, unless it's like the dumbest comic ever, pick it up. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's it. And they're winning, they're winning these bids. Steve Horn's great at it, man. Like he's a master. If you're not watching him over at Modern and everything like that on, on the channel, like you need to listen to that man because he's doing good stuff like that. And he's just bragging, he's bragging and throwing it in my face, which always is what I, you know, that's always what you want out of a friend. Brilliant. We need to get him back on here. Yeah, he wants to come back on. His schedule's a little crazy, but we will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's crazy, dude. That's so crazy. And uh just you just gotta find the niche and the way to way to get at it. So was there any like Books you were you were besides the She-Hulk stuff. Was there anything else out there that you're like, yeah, okay, I see why that's going for that, or one that you're like, holy crap, why is Gen thirteen popping off for three hundred? You know what I mean? <laughs> there, there wasn't really any like stupid books like that. It was 
it was a lot of just you know good solid silver age um there was an af15 there um not a lot of huge keys but a lot of like good mid-range keys tell me there was dark hawk number one though um i don't you know what i don't know <laughs> you know but um was there a lot? Yeah, but but the prices were definitely reflecting, you know, the, the market trends. That is that is for sure. That's cool. Uh, Hartman's sports comic brings up X Men books. D did you see a lot of X Men books move? I know the last one I was I was selling at. We moved a lot, a lot of books that we'd been buying out of fifty cents. Then we were selling for not fifty cents anymore, which was really nice. Did you see a lot of that ish moving? Um, no? I guess I can't. I can't say we didn't. We didn't have any. We're actually short on um, early X Men. Those are very hard to find. We don't get a lot of those coming through yeah. our door right now. But even and, no, I'm uh, even talking about wait, like wait, the Clamont. But, but if but if we do get one, it hits. Store. It goes right away. It, goes, it sells instantly. You walk into Ish's store, and they have these. They have books up. They have these long glass cases. He he he's got the kind of store where you walk in and you go, "Fuck! It sucks being poor." <laughs> Ish, I haven't been on here before. Great, he's got great picks, but just Fantastic Worlds Comics. Pieces. Okay, it's actually Bill Ponsetti's shop. If you guys know who Bill is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we need to get him on with you one day. Definitely, yes. he needs to come on the show. He uh, he could regale us with tales of golden and silver age goodness. Oh. I was definitely not hardware either, by the way. Just so you What's know, that? last time That's I was in me. there, this guy had brought in his comic collection, and he was an older gentleman. And the shit that he brought in was insane. It was like the silver collection of silver collections. I don't know if you remember that, but it had everything in it. Like it was, like it was me and I think Solo and Matt. We we look like vultures trying to, like, not wanting to ask if they were for sale. Is that is that the day that Corbin bought the uh, dirty book? That was that was when Corder, Corbin bar, bartered for the dirty book. Yeah, the dirty Batman book. What's yeah. that now? What story is this? <laughs> he he uh he negotiated a, a pretty nice hardcover Batman book. I forget what it was because it had a little like scuff on it. So mm -hmm. that became a topic of uh, one of the episodes. Was oh that was dirty Corbin negotiating for the, for the dirty <laughs> yeah book. Marco was going a different direction. He's like, oh, yeah. what's that book? What's that book now? <laughs> <laughs> It was a Zenoscope Batman crossover book, and that's good. Yeah, Corbin was supposed to be on tonight, but he had to. There's something came up at the last minute, so uh, his family, had, yeah. So he had to dip. So no, but if you guys live in 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 the Greater Phoenix area, Fantastic Worlds Comics is an awesome shop. That's sweet. It's, I agree. It's, I guess. We should. <laughs> All right. Uh, we didn't do that. I didn't look at the outline today, Kyle. Uh, what else is on the outline today? Uh, let's see, shout out to uh, Comic Garage. Yeah, Comic Garage. Uh, Bill yeah. is a great guy, which is absolutely yeah. true. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, nice. it's fun talking to him. Talking to Bill, it's fun. It's it, it it'll be if we get him on the show, it'll be awesome. What are you drinking, White Claw? I am drinking Drulies. Speaking, what I don't even know what that is. Speaking of that. Uh, We do have the drinking game going on. I don't know what it truly is, but that just does not. That sounds like something. It keeps, it keeps, it keeps our bodies tight, Marco. 
Okay. It, 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 it keeps me with this awesome physique that Look I have. That. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck are you drinking? All right. Anyways, next next up, we've got Kyle. Well, I think everybody's probably tired of hearing this already, but Aaron Taylor Johnson was uh, picked as uh, Craven the Hunter. What does everybody think about that? I think it's terrible. So that's official, official? It's official. It was, you know, and I was talking about it with Matt on Absolute Geek last night. If you guys want to go over and check us out last night, we were a bunch of fucking goofballs over there last night. I guess by the article that we were talking about last night was they talked to Keanu said no, Brad Pitt said no, and like Aaron Johnson was like the fifth pick. What's your what's your what's your what's your beef with Johnson? I mean, I guess you know what third superhero movie is the charm. Wait, what? I just it's don't worked. think he has the look of Craven the Hunter. And I'm sure they're gonna he's gonna bulk up and we're gonna start seeing his fucking new diet exercise program. He's gonna be all fuck like he's pretty swole, but he's gonna be like super swole and he's gotta, you know, he's gotta get that mustache in and you know, yeah, I've got a pretty good craven mustache. Maybe I should play it instead, but I think that I think they'll get the look. I think you can turn him into into Craven the Hunter. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I, look at this guy. Yes, this guy. Yes, he's a decent yeah. actor. He's got. He's also he's kind of got. There is. He's yeah, he's those, a decent uh, superhero yeah. movie actor at the same time while being. Yeah, hey, dude, remember? Hey, remember? They turned Evans into Captain America, bro. Like they did. Dude, but I mean, he's had it's Marvel, they're good. Quicksilver, maybe he should avoid his Quicksilver accent. Maybe he should, maybe he should steer away. Yeah, from that's that, the thing though. Craven's other, gonna have to have an accent, though. He's gonna have to have something. Yeah, yeah. He I can't mean, be like, What are you talking about? I'm craving the hunter here. <laughs> I was surprised to find out this actor's British. I always thought he was American. He's married to like a woman who's like 20 years older than him, too. It's kind of weird. I think a lot of issue things in her 70s yeah. or something. Yeah, wait, that dude's married to a 70 year old. Yeah, yeah, it's unusual. Like, unusual different folks, different strokes, bro. What the? Okay. Yeah. She's in the money. She's in the money. Someone commented that he's a vanilla choice. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big hot name, I guess. It's not Keanu. I'm glad it's not Brad Pitt, to be honest. I'm, with I'm really just excited to see this character hit the screen. I yeah, think Brad is such about. a fun character. Like we were talking about last night, like, when you see Craven the Hunter, who do you want to see him fight? Well, wouldn't isn't the story going to be he puts together the Sinister Six? Yes, that's what's good. That's what the Sinister Six is stuck in this timeline, and he yeah. But you want to they see haven't ever screwed those characters up before. I mean, you're worried you're worried about who they cast for Craven. Okay, you give me a good Doc Ock somebody battling Spider Man. That's that's what bums me. Did, did leftover just call this guy something easy on the eyes? I mean, all right. I mean, there's a sense of like, <laughs> if you're gonna do like a straight up adaption, like you, the seminal like Craven's Last Hunt, right, where he takes the mantle of, of Spider-Man and it's just as much more brutal uh, portrayal of Spider-Man as Craven's taking taking that. I don't know about introducing him as a gray character at the beginning. I kind of just want him to be just like pure villain. To in like a superhero movie, not like a Venom thing where we're taking the villain and kind of graying him up and putting him in there. You can't I just want to that character up, can you? 
I mean, it's it, is it his title? The movie is it like Craven. The movie's called Craven. Yeah, that's I think that's what it is. That it's I don't even know then, if there's going to be a superhero in the movie. No, then you have to gray him up because I think it's called like, Craven, yeah. the Hunter. No, you don't have to gray him up at all. You can go. You can't. There's going to be an animal rights message in there. You know it. Uh, either way, I have trust in what Marvel does, and yeah. you could do it's not I mean, Marvel. It's Sony. Oh yeah, I don't have any trust in Sony. Right. And I think the new Spider-Man movie is the they're introducing the Sinister Six. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you think they're gonna make him like an eco warrior? Because he's gonna I don't know. he's gonna wrap himself around trees. <laughs> I do. Well, Why I do guess you, maybe the villain starts off as a villain because he hunts, you know, big game animals. Who knows? Yeah, yeah everybody and just that's, saw that. That's yeah, enough to establish him. This guy's bad, you know. Yeah, I wasn't he kills thinking. elephants. So it's going to be about him getting his. Uh, he's going to get his uh, license to hunt. And he's going to be hunting quail for an hour and a half. <laughs> quail. Yeah. Uh, so I was really hyped about it, and then between heart, everybody just saw my heartbreak because I forgot the Sony thing. That sucks. Marvel. That sucks. There's something always uh, intriguing. Like it, you guys remember, like in high school, everyone has to read that short story, "The Most Dangerous Game." Where the guy gets trapped on the island and then he gets hunted, yeah, you know, in form and, of it, or you're the the one with the kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so that, that story is Van Damme classic. Yeah, so yeah, or um, what's the Ice T one they made in the nineties? Yeah. A movie, uh, <laughs> yeah. surviving the game, That's uh, right. movie, and so that I that has always intrigued me. I think when you're like a kid and someone's like, wait a minute, they're gonna hunt people. What like that idea to me uh, still has so much like you could do so much with that idea of just someone hunting the most dangerous game and so Craven has always been that character to me that's just like what a cool character like he he just he just wants a challenge and he'll go anywhere in the world and it's kind of like a predator thing right that's a predator the creature is uh, oh Craven versus that's predator Craven versus the predator who's who's got predator what studio Sony please say Sony no Marvel busy Marvel. <laughs> Bought them along with oh. Alien, but now they're getting sued for Predator. So I don't know if you guys oh. noticed, we we did not get any of the Predator variant covers that were supposed to come out last month. Hmm. They went ahead and canceled all the Predator titles because the original screenwriters are suing Disney. Wasn't that a Fox property? Didn't they get it in the merger? Yep. Yep. So how? So you know how they have the Alien comic coming out, right? That issue mm -hmm. number three right now. Oh yeah, they were going to do the same with Predator, mm -hmm. but now that's all. Who knows what's mm -hmm. going to happen? Because they're doing Alien versus uh, Craven the Hunter. I'd watch that. <laughs> I, who's going to be? Know, man. Who's going to be Craven's love interest? I mean, if he's getting his own title of his movie, they're going to throw a love interest in that. Do you see, I, like I, I literally, I literally have lost. Maybe all it's the actor's real life wife. As soon as somebody <laughs> said Sony, I was like, I'm out. Like I'm done. Like, An old bat. Is that the case? That's the love interest. Is that is he, no? He's gonna he's gonna hunt down a tiger that he makes love to, and that's how he's gonna get the that's his that's gonna be his love interest is gonna be around his neck uh, that, for the rest of the scene. I'll tell you what that movie Ghost in the Darkness with uh, Michael Doug Douglas and Val Kilmer back in the nineties. People sleep on that movie. That's a good one. That's an underrated that. movie. Yeah. Wait, what movie? It's called Ghost, Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Where the lions are eating people. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't worry though, uh, Marco trusts um, uh, Marvel. I trust Marvel. I don't trust Sony. That's a two different things. Like I trust Marvel, but like Sony, uh, yo, uh, 
man, you got some bad movies out there. Like literally, you need Marvel to hold your hand to make a halfway decent movie. And even on that, you try to screw it up a lot of times. In my opinion, though, you know, I mean, it, different strokes, different folks. I mean, you could like, um, I don't know, DC books or something. I mean, who knows? There's always something for somebody. Yes. That, and that's just, that, you know, but when you think of, of a movie with Craven Hunter, you want it to be Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, you really do. Overall, in the story, like... Well, I mean, I don't mind if they would set it up because it is kind of cool and how they did the annual with the Sinister Stick. I could see... Sick. Sinister Sticks. I could see something like that occurring. But you do eventually, you want the, the hunt. Like, that's what you want it to lead into. With that being said, like, is that what we're going to do? We're going to have uh, Blue Eyes McGee over there hunting down uh, Toby... No, it's not, who's the kid that they are now playing Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. That's what we're gonna have. Two English yeah, I would, guys. I would just, I would just ma- rather them create a whole, a character guys. from whole cloth. That's like this ga- big game hunter. Why does that have to be Craven? I'd, I'd go see a movie where someone goes in the Amazon and tries to hunt some super dangerous alpha predator. Uh, I don't, he doesn't have to be wearing like a lion skin and call himself Craven. No, but what I'm saying, if you do the Sinister Six thing, you can get the backstory of how they recruit him and all that type of stuff. And I'm sorry, I'm also putting together slides for for our fans. Um, but, but that begs the question, do they recast Vulture? Or is this kind of where Sony and MCU crossover a little? I don't that's what I'm saying. Like are you gonna let are you gonna let the MCU and Marvel have a hand in it? Do they bring even if you Rhino do, back from ASM oh, part two? Oh Paul Giamatti. Oh. That's what Paul Paul Giamangi. I mean, that's what as soon as you said Sony, this is not the nightmares I had. And and Fox (laughs) as Electro, like that's what we're doing. Like, no, I'm good. I'm glad I I glad the last time I sold those books, I sold them for the price I got them. Because like that's if if that's what we're doing here, I'm I'm out. I'm out on it, dude. I'm out. So no, I'm disappointed now. Disappointed. (laughs) I give up. And what are you? And what is? Hey, wait, wait, where's figures? What was he listening to the back call? No, last night it was hundred proof on the rocks. Thank you very much. Tonight it is, uh, I don't know, whatever this is right here. Uh, a little bit of Makers, the mint julep stuff that I like. I don't know what the proof is. Ooh, Maker's yeah. Mark. Kyle and I are drinking seltzer because since we heard the Craven announcement, we're trying to get in shape for the Craven Halloween costumes that are going to be coming out next October. A hundred calories, man. I'm going to be in shape <laughs> in no time. Yeah. So I mean, That's I don't know, cool. man. It could listen. I would still, I'd still watch it over a Snyder cut. So there's that. I mean, there's that. You're lucky you're the other co-host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said earlier, I just showed up one day and I still haven't left yet. Eventually, I'll be out of here. Um, what's what oh, up, Gonzo? Gonzo oh, she, too. she took a hey, weird I, turn there. What? I just joking. Gonzo's weird... good. Yeah, I was just joking. Gonzo's good. I'm trying. Well, they're sending me pictures because they want to enter the top five for Kirby, and nobody sends it ahead of time. We got 200 votes. You guys all wanted Kirby, and then nobody sends me anything till like while we're on the show here, which I do appreciate. Though we really do like everybody in the chat, the whole family that we got out there, all of our people. Stick boy, we got Izzy out there. We got, um, of course, Gonzo. Gonzo, man, sorry you couldn't make it tonight, but he'll be regular coming back on. Scott finally showed up. Dwayne, what's going on, brother? Figures, everybody else. It's really cool. I don't know, guys. Give a thumbs up or thumbs down, deciding which one you think. Do you think Sony's going to be able to hang out with Craven, or do you think we're going to get yeah. Craven the tree hugger? By the way, where's Eric? Eric, if you're in the chat, I want that. You send that out. You send Eric. If you do the tree hugger thing, send it to me. We'll post that real quickly. Then we'll make it a shirt. Okay? Craven the Craven tree, the tree hugger. hugger. Eric, Dude, you hear me? That do would it. be awesome. 
Speaking of Eric, Eric sent me something a little bit interesting earlier. He asked me another great question. You can see what you boys think about this. Supposedly, the rumor is uh, out of the cat P that is PGX, um, that they are now going to for like 50 bucks. You just uh, instead of buying comics on the rack that Wednesday when it comes out, crazy is, IT guy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, you're welcome. No, please no. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, what Eric was saying was that PGX now is, um, they're supposed to nine, eight Wednesday, the books that come out on Wednesday, you're going to get within a week, you're going to get a, a PGX nine, eight already graded in a slab book in your house. Do you think, <clears throat> I'm not even asking about your opinion. If you think it's going to smell like cap here or not, I'm really asking you, do you think this is a good idea? And then Eric's question, do you think CBCS is going to file suit? Which is more? I actually think it's genius, especially for hot the like the hot book of the week. It's genius to already offer nine point eight instantly. Yeah, but they're gonna, you know, I mean, it's you have to you have to guarantee that though. Yeah, PS will guarantee selling. I mean, it's it's just just it's just said if you see a nine point eight under forty bucks, pick it up. So they're using that kind of same okay philosophy yeah. there. Yeah, you know. So this is the only thing is that going to water down that is that going to water down your opinion of a nine point eight though? Like, oh, we all know nine point. No, no, PGX nine point eight. Nine point eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I was going to say. Oh. And it also depends on the title. If it's the the latest My Little Pony at a nine point eight, you know, like like if it was hey the new issue of Stray Dogs like. Horror cover, yeah, it's a cool comic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll do it for forty I'm, bucks. Yeah, just to have it something to hang on. The problem, well, you know, is C cool. CGC already offers this through Diamond, not on every comic, major yeah. comics like no, the Venom upcoming, yeah. and then but they can only guarantee but it's 9. eighty bucks. Six. But it's it oh. eighty dollars, eighty dollars, and yeah. you can order ten of them and not ever get a single one. Yeah, they, all right. they allocate the everything, but they can only guarantee nine point six. So. Yeah, I, I mean, they, PGX is because it's PGX, bro. I guess so. I'm also allergic to cat. I thought you were going to say every Wednesday, submit a book and they'll 9.8, no matter what. No, it's like every yeah. Wednesday, they're saying whatever book you order through them, like if you have a pull list, they're going to give you a 9.8 of that book. I think it's genius. But a pull list through PGX? Pretty, I mean, that's like this, like that would be the, that's not what it is, but yeah, like it's not a pull list, but you, like, let's say you go like, you oh, could next make it one. Yeah. yeah, let's say this week I you're guess. like, hey, Heroes Heroes number four, I want that in a 9.8. You send in your order. Uh, by Wednesday, they ship you out in 9.8 of that book. Because so you're, you're getting shipments in on Tuesday. Yeah, you're getting shipments in on Tuesday. They're already slabbing it. Um, I, I think it's genius. Like, I mean, And they're getting brand new books. So the yeah, odds knows of what I'm them about. actually being 9.8s are going to be... Yeah, they have to pull... Anything that's a candidate for 9.8, if they even get one. Okay, so this is my man, T.Y., and he's new to some of this comic book stuff, so I'm going to explain this. It doesn't sound like a bad idea. The problem is uh, the place we're talking about isn't that reputable as far as yeah. like their grading system. But they and have badass cases. Their cases are really nice. Their cases They're, are really cool. I mean, it is. You're but talking like, about PGX slabs? Yeah. yeah. I got to disagree. I think hands really down, nice. they're absolutely the worst. The, the way they look, think, not, the, not, not how strong the look, they are. The, the way they feel, too. they're flimsy. Oh, like I could just crack it over my knee. And yeah, but CGC moved to that flimsy. new case one. Too. I thought the new, the, no, the new PGX ones, man, they were built like a tank. I don't know. I'm allergic to cats, so I don't. I just don't touch PGX cases. Like to use the Craven the Hunter analogy, I feel that this is like 
hunting big game within like a game ward where they're tying the rhino down and they give you a gun and you shoot them. Half the fun of collecting is to like find it, send it in and doing all that stuff. It kind of takes some of the, sure. the, that is the biggest the excitement. Ever. I would much rather. <laughs> That's also like, feeding the you just want sure. all every day of the week. Then, then, then hope and pray that my 9.8, my what, you know what I mean? That my books made it through the mail, made it through their, shit and then it was a 9.8 just knowing you know what i'm guaranteed a 9.8 kyle wants that comic book hunting blind he just wants a feed just go I there be, I, yeah, I, I want to be like the rich people and go to where it's a it's it's that's what the point of it is yeah yeah like they they went and captured a an endangered species for me, and I got to shoot it on this private preserve. Like it was set up for me. That's how I wanted. They I brought it on, a, on a dinner plate for you. Yes, <laughs> kicking. I mean, isn't that part of it? Like part of the whole comic book thing or the collectible thing and everything else. And Ty can explain this too because he does a lot of toys. Like if you don't watch him or Gonzo and Gonzo's toy hunt, they go out there and they hunt down toys and they hunt down comics. And part of it is the thrill of the hunt to find like, oh crap. I even checked the computer. I did this or that, but look what I found in the wrong section or look what I found at this con or look at this cool item. that Maybe I, I should get this pressed before I send it in. Is well, that he, make but I'll tell you this, like yeah. TY, TY doesn't do that. Like Ty for him, he's a true collector and it's amazing to watch him because like, and, and Ish will probably remember this too. There was a point where we were all just collectors, right? Like Kyle's a collector too. And there's times where I hear Ty, Kyle talk and I was like, damn man, I really, like it's one thing when you're just sitting here going like, yeah, I had that book or I had three of those or whatever. But like that, those times where those books, like you have to start doing weird stuff. Like, oh, let's collect uh, Kirby covers that are 1.0 that have manufactured staples in them. Like that's what we start hunting for because you just get in this to this weird point where it's like you miss that crap. Like, I mean, I was collecting 2099 magazine covers between 89 and 104 that had uh judge dread on him like yeah you want the challenge crazy stuff like yeah it's just weird things to collect man but like it's nice to see these people out there just loving it and enjoying it and being like hey man i think this is cool as hell what is it and i think something like pgx where they're doing that is a little bit of a disservice and if pete and if cbg and I, I i don't think eric's wrong i think cbcs i know a lot of people are saying we're gonna send our books there it's great go ahead dude have fun man like do it uh i'll also say this there's been a lot of problems with them too and some of the gimmicks they've been doing over there so um you know it is what it is if they if they do the 9-8 thing it's just right this isn't a new concept this is something that cgc it is 79.99 right ish is that what it is yep. typically yeah 79.99 this so isn't if, something if they did it for like yeah, I said, you had to ever get 49 bucks <laughs> it would be gangbusters 40 bucks yeah 40 bucks gangbusters yeah. Yeah, you yeah. issue, but yeah, I won. We, I saw we one ordered that. We order them all the time. We never ever get them in. It's hilarious. Yeah, I've seen one before actually come out. So I, I feel you on that point. Um, and I didn't even get it. Somebody else had sent me pictures that I finally got one. So, <laughs> uh, but there you go. So that's that is that. I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not doing that. I'm just. I'm staying away from them. Oh crud! <laughs> I forgot which way these are supposed the to go. The first right. comic that I ever. I had two comics when I the first time I ever thought about grading a comic. Like I finally like, you know, like I broke my oh, all comics have to be free of their tomb. Like when I decided, oh, you know, like when I decided, you know, guys, I huh? really want to get a a 
book graded. I had it down to two books. Okay. Had it down to a Spider-Man 300, which I think I've, I don't know. I think I've showed it off before, but yeah. I had it signed by Stanley and McFarlane. Mm-hmm. And then I had, um, I had uh, Walking Dead 19 signed by Kirkman and, um, and okay. Tony Moore. Yeah, totally. So I was like, okay, I knew I couldn't send it to CGC because, um, because I knew it would get like that green label that it gets, you know, with Mark name written on cover. And oh, Mark. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Not so, so it, the first crazy. company that I had ever had contacted because I think this was right before CGC said they would do it was PGX was the only one that would oh. authenticate authenticate signatures yeah them and cbcs do the digital authentic yeah but it was before cbcs pgx was the first one to do it Kyle yeah they were it. the first one to do it so mm-hmm. i emailed and this was the fastest email i ever got back but they were like yeah go ahead and send it in and i didn't know that they at the time i didn't know that they graded in the basement of a house and it was just this and i was like and i had got and it was it's cheap see i mean pgx is cheap mm-hmm. yeah and I was like, that's what they sell them i ended up a friend of mine who does comic collector's choice. Good sick boy. He he was a, a CBCS representative. He was like, you know, hold off a little bit. We'll they're going to be doing that. And I was like, okay. So I waited. And I ended up getting, I ended up giving them graded. But that PGX was the first one that I you know I contacted about it. And it was cheap. I was going to send my books in. I didn't though everybody else and there. i mean dude this is the thing though go with whoever you want to i just want like just do a little bit of research on it you can you can figure it out real quickly the histories aren't that hard to figure out between the companies um and there's four now oh yeah four, you can get four players in the game yeah go ahead talk about that issue real quick about the fourth player okay well yeah i guess the new one's called uh expert grading services Shout out to them. I have no connection to them whatsoever, but it's EGC. Yeah, EGC expert. And for a while, I thought it was executive grading services. As, expert as, grading. as Ish finds out after this, like they use child labor to like bind their things. Like, oh no, <laughs> don't shut out, don't shut out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I came across them. I've seen their website, and I've actually at the Scottsdale Comic Con got to actually see their slabs, and I got to say, I was pretty impressed with the slab itself. Um. They, they were just very solid, and I like that they were thin. They were thin enough that you could really pack them into a box. Um, interesting way they do the labels. Like a regular short box? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the dimensions are the same as the others, but they're just way thinner. I do like Ish. But, it, but it's I, I not sacrifices like, any sturdiness. Look at that sexy slab on <laughs> that was, book. I actually called my, I called my buddy slab. over. We, we both mm. held them. We were like, ooh, ah. And then we asked the vendor, we were like, did you buy these slabs or these comics that you sent to uh, to that service? And they they said that that's what they did. They tried them out. They sent them in. I guess they have the fastest turnaround in the uh, out of all four. Yeah, nobody um, knows about them yet. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's a reason. And um, yeah, that one vendor said, you know, he, he, he was impressed by the service and their customer service. And I mean, how strict is, did he say that he thought their grading was? Um, he thought it was pretty, you know, he did not complain about the grade. That means he had good grades on it. What, what is it called again? <laughs> EG executive grading services. 
these people they just launched they just launched their, their youtube services. site and i guess the owner ceo head grader i think his name's tony and um he talks in the video and i don't know i think they're worth checking out i'm seriously considering um sending some books and nothing big but uh, actually some books where i'd like the um label customize here to I'm match gonna, the I'm book just for aesthetic name. purposes trial run too with them yeah yeah just as an alternative you know but I, you know, I do, I do say the slabs looked really good. Yeah, there you go, and you can see how the labels kind of can match the uh, comic. Oh yeah, look at that. Give, That's give really it an extra cool. little punch. Yeah. We're going to talk about Kirby covers later, and like the colors and that are so important that you don't want to like some shitty looking slab to ruin the yeah. the pop of it. And now they'll they'll also do the traditional blue and yellow if if that's what you want. You know, if you want to be consistent with the other companies. So it says the e, e it's EGS. Sorry guys, I said C. I don't know why I can't fucking spell tonight. Um EGS has partnered with Comic Skin. So Comic Skins, they just that those are like the ones that like you could put them in and like clip it in, right? It's like, like there's like a hinge on the bottom. So it's not two pieces, it's one piece attached, I believe. And then they, they snap it shut like that. And then they put seals on the outside. So it says our cases are set apart from other service providers in that they provide security and durability. They're strong and secure as any other case on the market, but also being thin and lightweight, like you were saying. Huh. Th there you go. We are providing you. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about condoms. From harmful. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. So that means 90, 99% of UV rays do not pass through their protective material. And That's I believe they're, cool. the only, they're the only slab that can claim that. Can you get it in non-spermicidal if you're allergic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're, from, they're, in, they're also in Florida. Yep. So I wonder if someone left like CGC. If it's, it's someone, yeah, starting starting their own. Raw grading, ten bucks a book. The prices oh. are prices are reasonable, and they guarantee the twenty one day turnaround. Hartman Sports Comics. Why do we need to be careful with this one? So I mean, expert certified choice, twenty books, twenty five bucks for silver and gold. So they're doing fourteen day business turnaround. So HGA has major issues with stuff and they're doing the same thing. I'm not sure I get that. Is that Halo? Star Trooper said I've been wanting thinner slabs for years. I'm, I'm telling you these slabs are mark remarkably thin yet hmm. sturdy. You know, I'm going to have to, you know what? I think we're going to submit a comic. Why don't we submit a comic and see what they look like? We'll, we'll test them here. Mm -hmm. I bid on one on eBay. It was a, um, a Venom variant with Null wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. It was a 9.8. Of course, I lost the auction, as I always do. But It looks... I, don't I was know like, it'd be, that's my first PGS book. Didn't happen. It looks though. a lot like... Uh, if you go on the PGX website, it looks a lot the same. It does look a lot like PGX. The one thing in their in their submission. How much process is it? How much is, is it? You have to you have to kind of give a grade too. So you kind of gotta know what you're doing to begin with. Wait, how what? 
All right, let's. Hey, you know what? How much? See, is one of the drop, yeah, drop downs. I can't see on the screen. But... That. Yeah, I did. How much is it? Let's do that. I think let's not do it live here. Let's not me smudge a company unless we've used them before, like PG Piss. Uh, so but... it's like it's ten bucks uh, for raw grading. No, I'm talking about like let's get a slab so we can check out their slabs. I'm gonna send. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. I'm gonna send. I will send the book I just got from Hive. Excellent. I'll do the. Uh, nice. I'll, you know what? I'll send this one to them, and we'll do. I'll do. Well, that's the one you've been slamming around, so it's no better than a nine six at this point. You keep fingerprinting it. You press <laughs> it. You, you keep touching it. You keep. You just lick. Okay, so so we know what the grade is about. So we know it's going to come back a nine six. So what I'll do is I'll package it up. Do you guys? I do you guys think like a new grading service is? More apt to hand wow. out some nine eights just to get customers happy and resubmitting stuff. Or should I do good point. unicorn? Oh, you should do unicorn. Unicorn is actually a valuable book. I don't know. Yeah, do unicorn. I agree. Do unicorn. So that's what I'll do. I'll send a couple books out. I'll get them graded. And yeah, Scott got it. Unicorn. He was calling it. This is why I love Dwayne, man. Dwayne's got to come on sometime, dude. I think it's unicorn. Yeah, unless you think was that. Hey, leftover too. Like they got it, bro. They know us too well. All right, so let's do that. We'll submit some books. We'll see what they turn out to be. Um, that's crazy. What I think ish is I think they all do it. I've seen I've seen them come out. I you know I I exclusively use CGC uh, because the profit margin's been the best forever on them. Um, I've had zero complaints. I did I didn't get one of the warp books when they had their warp problems. You know. I've been lucky enough that like when the transitional problems through there were, I did have an issue with some other company where you could slide out. Uh, I was a victim of the slide out of the grading and the re-put in. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's not why I stayed away from them. I just, you know, it always been the profit margin thing with CGC anyways. Yeah. Some other type of inside stuff. Like there was the micro trimming and the guy who knew about it went and ended up going over to a different company and like, Okay, well, dude, like, how are you the head grader there when you, like, you let all that micro trimming go? Like, I don't understand that. So, like, you know, uh, but with that being said, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you feel comfortable, and by the way, the the margin, I mean, you used, to, what was it? A 20% margin was the difference. It used to be between CGC and anybody else. And now I think the margin's closed. I don't think there's so yeah, many. Yeah, I think the gap's closing a little, yeah. Uh, there's so many new people coming into it that I don't think they know. Like, I don't think that they know the history. You know, that's the weird thing about comics too. I don't think people know the, the history of comics so much. And I don't think it matters to them. You know, I'll always, I always get criticized by some people, especially some newer people, even on this channel, uh, that they're always like, why do you care so much? And I was like, well, it's the history of it. It's like the whole time thing and everything like that. And they're like, yeah, but nobody knows about it. We don't know about it. What are you talking about? And it's like, oh, I, I get it. You don't care because you don't know. And like, should we care as much too? I mean, we get set in our ways, so it is what it is. But because it can't be what it's not. Oh, you're great. Thanks. Welcome back, dude. It would be awesome if I got a unicorn ten. Woo! So cool. Yeah, submit it in there and tell them you think that book's a ten and see what happens. <laughs> I, I want you to submit like all types of books. I will say this. So I, I really Can wasn't trying to staple and me put it back in and see what we get. I, yeah, I wasn't trying to knock PGX either, but then I went to their site. To go see if that story was true or not. And I started looking at their Facebook page and some of the stuff they graded. And I was like, I I will always criticize people that pick up the book like this off the shelf and go like, yep, looks like a 9-8. 
but I saw some stuff on there and I was like, that's not a nine eight. Like that they're spine ticks. Like you can honestly see the whole Ed's messed up. There's a portion and it's not a, a tear. Like it's bad, dude. Like they're, they're, they're promoting those books. And I'm like, you can't, you can't, I, whatever. So let's submit those books. Let's see what happens. I think it's a bad idea. I really do. But give us the thumbs up so that we can uh, waste money. <laughs> <a> bad idea. <laughs> I like bad ideas. How do we know till we go, right? All the people in chat want it. We got 73 in here I right now. I think it's now. a good idea, Kyle. Yeah. I mean, what's it going to hurt? I got. You're not selling the unicorn book. book. You're not selling the unicorn book. You're never going to try to make a profit off of it. I mean, maybe maybe if you get it and it turns out that that's a hot topic, we can then sell it and you can get a new green screen. Uh, so so you cut some labels. It's showing. It's. It's kind. Yeah. It's so they'll weird, do. Though. They'll do. You can choose your color, and then you can do an extra customization. The they'll do then... artwork that matches the cover. So let me reshare this real quick. I'm thinking of a cotton candy pink for you. This is what I love, Joe. Of course we will, Joe. What else do we do? This is. I went to Ace Hardware store today that was selling comics. We do this so you don't have to. That's like the whole point of MCM is we make the mistakes so you don't have to. Um, so like, okay, it goes right here. I'll you know title. I do like unicorn issue number one. Condition fucking mint. <laughs> mint minty fresh. Grading. Like a, like a cup of scope. So it says like raw basic, choice modern, choice silver, choice gold, premium modern. How much is this gonna run us? I don't know. What I want to know. Can we call up modern can we call up, is. Can we call up Jesus and comic book Jesus and ask him if they can front us the money if the channel can just write? Like, what does alternate modern mean? Like does that mean it's a badass book or a hot key? Should or I call Dino and see like if we can get a thousand? Let me call Dino real quick. Yeah, let's let's get let's get the fucking CEO, the CEO on the phone right now. Sure, CEO. Let me see what he's got over here. So let's we'll do pressing. Doing. No signature. No pre-screen. No, I'm just gonna get it fucking graded. Now it no, says pre-screen yeah, for ten. For ten. ten. Grading company. I I don't know if no. you're watching the okay. show, but like. Here we go. You just oh, phoned us like a thousand to grade some <laughs> book called Unicorn. Hold on. Unicorn? So also no, no, it's modern. a comic about unicorn about some girl with a unicorn. So it's and looking like a story about a girl and a unicorn. EGS? So it's looking like if I, don't I do know. what I don't know I mean, what's probably only like a couple of hundred dollars. So if I do choice modern, well, it's twenty bucks. No, it's a good idea. Yeah, the chat thinks it's a great idea. I think it's special. So it's, it's, it's looking it. like if it looks right. like I get to right, pick cool. the yeah, condition yeah, that yeah, it's sure. in. No, so. I'll probably submit next one. All right, cool. All right, talk I'll, to you. I'll later. be honest. I'll go with Mirman. <clears throat> and I'll let's see. Hey, I wasn't muted. Oh, hey, sorry about that. Dino says it's approved. The the, the channel is going to front us the money to do it. So, let's see. so I got unicorn. Unicorn. He did have questions about a girl and a unicorn thing, and then he just said, don't worry about Fair it. Fair market value. We'll Trust do it them. at. We'll do it at three hundred dollars. We're really doing this. Are you gonna enter in your credit card number two at this point? I'm not gonna do it on the air. Sorry, guys. I love you, but not that much. And then I'm gonna do mob rules. Yes, yeah. This is what this is. This is what's going on at this point. The mob does rule. It, it has gone away. Oh, so, look at this. Hey, if you do it live, twenty five super chat. Can, can we mm -hmm. somehow hide the no. credit card number? 
the only part is the yeah, I can't, I don't want to put my credit card in. Can you uh, move your thing a little bit off the screen? Like, so it's only halfway on there. <laughs> yeah. Use Dino's. No, this is why. Uh, they want you'd have, you'd have to, yeah. uh, Dino's not going to get, no, they're not going to uh, use it. Yeah, we, we, we need to use the, we need to use the Tales from the Flipside uh, black card. No, he said, he said it was good. He said he just told me that. I said we got we'll work it out, but yeah, I don't think we're gonna use it. The, the tail or sh should I do that, or should I do one of these ones? No, I think you got to do unicorn at this point, right? Chad, I'm doing it. It's already on there. I was oh, going to do done. two books. Uh, also submit a beater. Yes. Ooh, okay. Oh yes, yes. That's a great idea. Submit a beater and have them press and clean. This is what we're doing, guys. Like this is it. We're we're on. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'll have to look through, dude. Dude, but I will. I let's see. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this is this is rotten. This is way rotten. But you know what we should do? We should sign the inside of a book real quickly, like Timmy, like Timmy Tater Tots or comic Timmy Toms or something like that. No, I, I, I don't want to set them up for failure. I don't want to set them up either, but I want to see if it if, if they mark it as like. There's writing inside of the book. I don't want to send them off for failure. I just want to see, like, I mean, I'm not I'm saying sure we should go micro in some books or anything like that, or add some, you know, touch see. a book or something like that. Let me see. Good. Do I have a good? Do you have one of those? You know, I'll call Steve Horton and I'll ask him for one that's got a sig on the inside, and we'll submit that too, probably. How much is shipping on this? This is the Who thing. Cares? I well, I don't because I don't submit under fifty because like I'm cheap and like I hate the shipping. I hate the insurance and shipping. It's so bloody expensive with this. Uh, so I want to do Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Can we make a comic? Can we have a, a, a viewer make a comic, and then we could submit the comic that the viewer makes? I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, let's do this test run. So so do the ice cream. Uh this is why you wanted to do it. We've got 82 in here. It's going crazy. Make sure you give us a thumbs up uh, or whatever. Or submit your opinion on if this is a good idea. Apparently, they think this is a good idea. I think this is also like Marvel trolling everybody. I think this is the chat trolling us. But hey, why else hey, are we you know here? What? It's all in good fun. What is it going to cost me? Like 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Okay. So, oh, man. Are you going to break another? Oh, Yes. Blake, this might be the next thing. We should we should probably do. I actually have you know what I have? I've got a rhino that came back green label because I am notorious for not uh, counting pages, and the ad page is missing. We should crack that and oh. resubmit it. Was it forty one or whatever? Yeah, we should crack it. Should we crack that and resubmit it and see what they do with it? I mean, that's not being dishonest, right? Like, I mean, it is what it is. Dwayne Scott just okay. gave us twenty bucks. Okay, so we're gonna do an ice cream oh man. We're submitting it, Dwayne. Thank you, brother. Well, oh it, we're, it, this is it. We're gonna do. I think it's done. Thing, it's this on. Mother, this motherfucker is near me. That's Star Trooper. That's what I'm gonna do. I I got. Where's that? Oh, what the? Prices. We're gonna do choice modern. I'm asking uh, JJ Maxwell what's what's going on with the magazine uh, grading at CGC. He commented, "It's gotten absolutely ridiculous." So I'm just kind of curious. You want me to call him up too? He's on the Dark Side show. Check out Tales from the Dark Side tomorrow night. No matter how long this one goes, you know I show up for it every week. Uh, rain, sun, shine, whatever. You can see my man, JJ Mackwell. We do some crazy stuff over there. Jen, uh, you know, my boy Pete. 
Renovision, check it out. Sometimes we have TY from TY TV, Gonzo. We get the whole crew. You know we love everybody. Um, yeah, what do we got, JJ? You can hit me in the personal Okay, chat so I got Unicorn no, uni, unicorn number one, and I got Ice Cream Man 24. Nice. Is that good? Everybody, we're okay. This is what we'll do. I will pull out some Silver Age books for next week, uh, and we will we'll submit this. Next week, am I going to be on? That's not the nineteenth. That's the last. I got to take a little vacation for one. No, week. you'll be you'll be on. It's it's okay. So we'll I do this. Always, here. I can always send in like a. No, 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 I'll pull out some like some spider. Okay. Hold on, let me see what I got in the back closet over here. Let me see what I. Uh... See, that's why I was thinking about. Yeah, like it would be cool to you know first appearance and see. You what want something like that, or do you want something like? Like a Spider-Man book. What are you guys thinking? What are you? What are we thinking here? Unicorn number one, the first appearance of the unicorn. I think the unicorn book's a good book. Some Swamp Thing. Uh, what's in the shoe box? So what I'll do is. Oh yeah, that's a kind of bad book. I like that book. That's a good we'll one. do it to. Oh, uh, Modern Comic Mayhem at gmail.com. Okay. Good stuff. Do it, dude. Can we? Norella Holly. I mean, that'd be great if we got these back by obviously not next episode, but the one after. Holy fuck! Cool. I can use PayPal. Yeah, nice, nice. Once even again, they, everybody, give a big shout out to Dwayne. Dwayne's hooking it up. Uh, we're not even gonna have to use the company Amax. We're just gonna somehow talk to them about where so all so the money goes. Sixty-one dollars. Sixty-one dollars for two books. Are you kidding? So it's forty bucks for two books, fifteen dollars oh. for shipping, and six dollars for insurance. All right, then let's go. You so, need that stick boy. Do you need that ASM? I can probably make that work. <laughs> Spider Man. I should have him crack my Spider Man. No, I'm just joking. Uh. Mm, 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 mm. Maybe we'll play a game poll. Notes and requests. Notes and requests. Say, I would like everything to be a 9-8. 9-9 <laughs> nine, nine if you can. Yeah, it's not bad. You're right. But yeah, for the magazines, that's what JJ's saying. For those mags, it's like double what the comics are. Oh, I know, so but like... It's an extra long wait. Dude, I love all the suckers that are leaving CGC, so I hope they. I hope enough of them move. Like, so that no, I, wrote, I wrote, please grade these at a 9.9. <laughs> You didn't put that, did you? And we'll put you on the show. Yeah. Yeah, tell me, any comic submitted by the show <laughs> gets a 9-9. He can always come on the show to hype his site. Yeah, tell him to come on. Say, like, we're going to, we're, this is a, by the, but who is this? What's this guy's name? Is this Tony somebody? Something. Oh, nobody, nobody we know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The price increase so, is killer. The rest of this, I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to do. Just trust us. I promise. We promise. You know us. We'll do. Believe us. We're gonna do it. Uh, I don't mind sending them out, dude. Dwayne, he 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 thumps the books. Did you see his meat knuckles are like <laughs> crushing the book every time, he, and he flaps it like it's a fan in a church, bro. They're not coming back. Nine. nine <laughs> 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 no, no, sir. No, thank you, but no. 
so what I'm doing is I'm really doing it. I love you guys, but there's some information on here that I have to. Here, let's all bankrupt. Let's all bankrupt Kyle real quickly. Kyle, your kid just graduated from high school. You're going to pay for college soon. No, give us your card, and we're going to bankrupt you and go on a shopping spree, and we'll buy a book. Maybe one time we should. If, I, if, if it wouldn't get me in trouble, I'd go out there and snipe some books. We could try to snipe stuff on EB. Maybe we can work that out. I'll talk to some people. We should try that idea too. Man, it's great to be have summertime. That's all I'm going to say because I drink a lot more and the ideas keep flowing. Thank you again, Dwayne Scott. We really do appreciate it. You are the man. We appreciate you. We appreciate the whole chat. We appreciate everybody helping us out here. All right. I think that's enough of uh, – Okay. I will finish this. And what I'll do is I'll do this off so I can put in my address and everything, and I'll I'll do it. Um, right. Pull it down from the screen before you put your stuff in, okay? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop sharing. Yeah, stop sharing. There you go. But we'll that's definitely – I'll definitely do it. I'm a man of my word. I will show you the receipt. I'll bring it up when I get my confirmation email. I don't think anybody's doubting you're submitting unicorn, dude. <laughs> like, what, are we kidding me? So what's it, $60 total, something like that? It's sixty-one dollars total for both books. Mm-hmm. Both books. That's both books. Um, shipping that's, and insurance, sixty-one bucks. That's a good deal. Does it? Does it have a time? I must have missed the time thing. I'm sorry. I was taking pictures of pizza slices. Was there a? Was there a time when this looks like it's going to be turnaround time? It said. Um, we're not over. Sorry, sorry. It said twenty-one day, but then on like the uh, the basic. Was a fourteen-day turnaround, so I imagine. Yeah. So hopefully, the next and can we speed pass it? Can we send it speed pass? I I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to throw in another twenty if we can send it speed. Like I, I'm willing to get it back by next week, any way possible. If we can. Someone comment to the Ace Hardware could be grading comics. Mm-hmm. They can put together a press. They can make some uh, presses with all the you know the tools they have. I don't see anywhere that says like a fast pass or anything. I just see pre-screen for grades, which is an additional. Five. It says if if no pass five somewhere there's a there's a. Let me look because if there's a fast pass, I'm paying for it. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, I'm in. I'll send you I'll send you a card with some money in it. I mean I'll just send you a birthday card. I'll send you. I can't say that anymore because the audits are coming too fast nowadays. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, man. I said something a couple weeks ago and I got a notification in the mail. Whoever you are, you're a dirty person. Okay, let's let's talk while he's finishing that off. What is our next thing? We've we've gone over an hour, and I don't even think we've gotten to a legitimate topic. I think we've just been running off the air and submitting books because we think it's funny. So um, I think this is a good part for Travis to introduce what he would like to talk about. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know too much about comic book grading, but I do know a lot about traveling, and that's what I want to talk to you boys about today. Mm-hmm. The summer season is coming up, as Marco said. Time to drink, time to relax, time to get out there. The world is starting to open up a little bit in places, and maybe not this summer, but maybe you're planning for a trip next summer. Maybe you're 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 sick of being cooped up and you want to start projecting out. You've been saving money. You haven't been going anywhere. It's time to splurge. Uh, I am a traveler. I, I, I travel different places, and one of the things that I do when I travel different places is I always try to figure out if something cool and pop culture related happened in the area that I'm traveling. And so I, I always kind of try to figure out there's like a fanboy Mecca 
in the place that I'm traveling. So I've done that before. Um, uh, our boy Matt was just in Hawaii and he did the uh, uh, Jurassic Park tour. I've done that like on horseback where you go through the Jurassic Park Valley. I've done like skydiving over in Topo in New Zealand over Mount Doom, you know, like so you can go over where they the mountain they use in Lord of the Rings and go skydiving in here. I live about 20 minutes away from the giant Gundam factory here in Japan. So it got me thinking about like, oh, what are like like top geek or fanboy destinations that you want to check out, whether it be film sets or or things like that. You guys ever done any of those? Have you ever done any? cool tours of like sets or live locations or anything like that oh yeah no no and i found it very hard when you were saying this it's a cool idea i wish i wish uh that that was something that i was like oh yeah when i'm halfway drunk i'll go out and see something cool but then i also thought i thought of one place in one movie that came to uh where I would think to go, because you were guys were all heckling me a little bit earlier about this. You're like, you've got 10 minutes to figure out. And it kind of hit, and then you were saying some stuff. And the movie and the place that I'd like to go was in a certain movie called Fanboys. I don't know if you guys are aware of this movie, Fanboys. Movie's awesome. Very mm -hmm. good movie. Yeah, very funny movie. And there's a certain place that they go into Fanboys, which I would probably, <coughs> if I had the chance, I would go. Well, they kind of went there. Uh, Skywalker Ranch. I would, I would go. I think that would be like just just to be able to do it and like everybody who ever goes there is always like yeah it's the best it's like it's great it's everything you expect oh yes he does yes he does live in japan it's all the great things that you could actually see like all the other stuff like I, I mean i'm not i'm not trying to hit the deserts i'm not trying to hit the, the mountaintops or anything like that i'll get a custom what should we put on the custom label okay here, uh, i'll bring it back up real quick yeah one more time do any of you guys live near any kind of something that was used in a movie or eight mile? Okay. So it looks like custom like label. The, the part of the <laughs> no Skywalker Ranch is a is a great location. I didn't even think about that, but I mean, other than you kind of have to work there, right? Do they do they do, they do tours of Skywalker Ranch? I, they, a lot of stuff, yeah. You got they do retreats and stuff, but it's usually for people that have something to do with Lucas and the Lucas products. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean that's tough. Yeah, we got a couple other places. There's that Wal Mark Wahlberg place uh, that they shot where it was uh, the Four Brothers. It's called. We we do really. Uh, unfortunately, RoboCop wasn't actually shot in Detroit, so we don't have that out here. Uh, however, Gross Point. You guys have you guys have it a statue out now, don't you? Yes, we uh, do. RoboCop statue. Supposedly, we do. Uh, Gross Point Blake was partly shot in Gross Point, which is nice. But no, but that's it. Yeah, I don't um for the unicorn slab. They want it for the unicorn slab, Kyle. I don't see rainbow. It looks like it's SP, which I'm not sure. Oh. I'm assuming BR is brown red, red yellow, yellow red, green blue. I think I think you probably have to open another tab, but um I think they have like uh, a more like a color guide, a legend on the website. Yeah, open another. So you can like toggle back and forth and make sure you're picking the right one. While, while we're oh yeah, see, look at how cool that. Wait, 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 wait. Let's see some of these flash through them. Uh, oh, right. They're they aesthetically, look, you know, they pop. Yeah, they look, they, they look pretty good. See, like it would. Be they cool feel good in your hands too. I like that. See, like you, you a web for Spidey. I like that. Oh, crap, it's going so fast. 
Like it would be cool to like get like see how it says 300, 300, 300 for Amazing Spider-Man mm. 300. That would yep. be cool. Okay, thank you, Eric. I will check in one second. Sorry, I'm a little behind like for that die cut Spider-Man. They have the webbing on the label. What was this? He said TGI Fridays in Times Square from the greatest movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Now it's a TGI Fridays. Okay. A Trav we got two Travises. A classic location's gotta be if you go to Boston to check out the Cheers bar, right? Yeah. Or yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have two cheers bars. They have the actual cheers bars of the show. And then they have like the franchised them. out like cheers e Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to the real place. Yeah. Apparently the real one is like super low ceilings. Like it's just like it's this, tiny. It's yeah. tiny. Yeah. So it that's, looks like but the outside of it is, you know, it's the classic from what you see in you know, the, the, the that's a great choice. Let me see if I can find it. That's a great choice. <laughs> oh, oh, here we I go. Right here. I found it. Okay, you found it. I found something too, Eric. You're the best. Yeah, there you go. Eric's so good. So, pink and black. Okay, which one? No, pray, yeah, yeah. pray you don't get a zero point zero. Go up, go up. Oh, you can customize them. I, I don't, that might be too complicated for this show. Um. How can I throw this in here? Let me see how I can throw this in. I think we need to. There was one that was like pink and purple. Yes, pink and purple, everybody. Right there. Yeah, I think that'd be pink. good for unicorn. Pink and purple or purple and pink. Vote for it in chat now. You've got 20 seconds. Let's well, get Can it you done. show me the cover again, Kyle? It's blue and white. Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's just I like yeah, two colors. Yeah. At this point. Okay. This might create backlash. Who cares? We got to get this out here. I am telling you guys, you just wait till you see what my man Eric has sent us. It is uh, another piece of another masterpiece, man. We've got the best. We literally have the best fans ever in chat. Best. Okay, so not even fans. The best people. I mean, they're just like our homies anyway. So, Travis, you said the Mount Doom was in. That was in New Zealand, right? Yeah. So we, I went, when I went to New Zealand, we went to Hobbiton. You know, you can go visit Yeah, the yeah. Hobbiton I was going to say that would be – oh, my God. That would be incredible to visit. It, it's it, it's amazing how much they've they've kept everything there. And now they've kind of built up into it again, you know, because it's it's just – you have to take a bus out to the middle of nowhere, and then it opens up, and you have this set you can walk around in. And you could have, like – they have the the Green Dragon or Tavern Cafe, you know, bar, and you go in there, and you can drink, and – you walk through it. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing, and it's a huge part of their local economy now. Is like Lord of the Rings fans traveling there and paying money to go sure. see these. Places. I, I wish they could somehow make it into like a resort where you go live and you live like Middle Earth style. Yeah, you, I, that would be that's a what you do when, when you want to like stay in like a Hobbit hole. Like like what's his yes. name? But Peter Jackson yeah. like lives in one of those houses. You know, Kyle, you that, see it? That would be great. See what Eric did for us. <laughs> Next shirt. Next shirt. This is it right here. The tree hugger. Here's the tree hugger. Good work, Eric. Good work. Love it. My, I think the one of the cool things about going to, if you ever go to a place and you, you can get to like a film set or something like that, it does kind of show you like how people take film and make it fantasy. Because you go to the location, you've seen the movie 10 times, 100 times, and you go there, you're like, huh. It's cool, but it's different. And then you realize what things can happen in a camera sure, and what they sure. can do and how they can make it so epic. So it's really kind of seeing how 
reality can be changed and augmented for film. Uh, and then you just imagine the actors on that day, like, oh, they're probably sweating their ass off over here or freezing their asses off over there. Like, this is brutal out here. How do they film under these conditions? And then they make a movie out of it. Who's James T. Kirk? Oh, the no, actor. Rhetorical question. No, you did it. Now I get who that is. James T. Kirk. What was it? Was it a horror movie? Is he a zombie? And I, I... But as far as travel log for for fanboy stuff, you can't beat the James Bond movies. Ah, yeah. Because they, you know, all around the world, exotic locations. Some of the, you know. All right, so you you obviously you brought this up. What is your favorite uh, uh, location? Like my, for me, Thunderball when they when they shoot like the Caribbean. I'm guessing it's the Bahamas. Uh, the yeah, Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's a fictional spot, but Scaramanga's lair in the Man with the Golden Gun, mm -hmm. I believe, which That's is in the South China Sea. Yeah, yeah, the, and they have it's like Thailand, islands. like the Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's... and then he just he just comes out of the cave, and then they just relax on the beach, like oh. Oh man. yeah, it ends with that That's big amazing. boat shot where they're on the boat and they pull back on there. Yeah, they're yeah. on the sandpan of all yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. That's that would be great. That's cool. Nice. Hey, do you guys want to get free jump off the Eiffel Tower like in uh, View to a Kill? Yeah, Great Jones jumped off. That'd be fun. I just I don't get it, man. I'll be honest with you, like I don't get the like Skywalker thing, but like I, I get that the that the like the reality would always set in whenever I see it, and it's like it's like the houses are like oh this like this is where this was shot and everything like that, and I get it, but it's like well when you travel places like what do you like. Go see. I mean, do you take vacations just like yeah, like the resort, uh, so I'm, resort vacations? Not, like I'm a, I'm a big. Well, yeah, sometimes I'm really kind of like a history type dude. So like a lot of the stuff before I had kids, me and my wife used to travel all the major roads. So we would take like mm. two weeks, and we like Route 66. We'd go all the way from Chicago out down out to uh, Santa Monica. We'd stop. You know, it'd take us eight nine days to get out there. You know, <clears throat> we did uh, the. Uh, 101 the whole way around all the way from in, in from olympia all the way around before down the coast uh the east coast we did whatever i can't even remember what that was 22 one down all the way to the end of key west and then you know at the end it's always like like key west we'd stay at the marriott where you're overseeing like the crap or shit like that but the rest of it some of it's just rough rough roughing it and like meeting americans you know what i mean like meeting right. seeing what your country's all about <clears throat> so that typically is but we come across that type of like Obviously, we'd come across corny stuff like this is where this was shot, or there's a whale in the water, or there's a huge rocking chair, or like somebody's house was here, or this is the birthplace of so and so. Uh, this and the other thing. So I enjoy doing it, but it's like the set stuff always seemed. That made like, me think of the Goonies house. Yeah, the Goonies yeah, house. And then right. the problems that those people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like there's house. regular people who bought this house, and yeah. now people yeah. the traffic backs up while they're looking. Yeah, at yeah. It. And that's it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like those places, like when you come across like the, the world's largest hairball, like it's actually meant to be an attraction, but a lot of these places where stuff is shot, it's like, that's the <laughs> house. Yeah. It kind of looks like it. Somebody actually lives there. You're not really yeah. supposed to be other like, Hey, like, what's the hotel they shot the shining in? Uh, is that even still standing? Cause that'd be like dope to go like, it, yeah, with, on the East yeah. Coast. it was yeah. well, at least 10, was it 10 years ago? Something like that. I don't know if it's still standing. You, I imagine it's still standing. It was 10 years ago or 11 years ago when I went by it. So, like, um, wow. it, it was there. Overlooked. And that was kind of cool. But, like, even with that, it's kind of like, it's, eh, 
Yeah. I mean, like some of those roadside attractions are great because they don't cost anything. And you're just like, need to stretch out my legs and like, wow, somebody really did this because like, oh, this is so corny, but like, it's okay. And when you see the like, even when you go to like those places, like the area 56 places and stuff like that, and you get the mm -hmm. green alien head things and like, there's the person that's selling it a little too hard and you're like, okay. Then you go someplace like Neil's California, which they like, there's only four buildings and all of them got like Snoopy's cousin uh, drawn right. on it. Like, and you surprisingly have some decent place to eat. Uh, it's amazing. Like that's kind of the hidden gems that you find every once in a while when you could talk to the people. So like, it always seems like I was disappointed whenever I go to one of these places that was supposed to be a movie set or something like that. Cause it's always like this whole, you know, not what's made out to be, but I guess if you're yeah. jumping into a volcano, you know, it's supposed to be the eye of gourd or whatever. Like that's pretty <laughs> like, cool. Oh, this is uh Joe's, this is the volcano that Joe jumped in at the end of Joe's volcano. Joe's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like um, what's that? What's that town by area 56? The, the one where you go in all the diners. So you, the Roswell. Aliens. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some cool stuff like that oh, on my, uh, Go ahead, on my uh, the weekend I got married, we went to uh, Snoqualmie Falls, which is the uh, Twin Peaks waterfalls. Oh, the opening nice, nice. in Twin Peaks. Well, that's kind of cool. That's cool. That's cool. I got that. I want to go it was, to. It was the... a pretty magical place. It was. It was as you know. It lived. Up I want to wanna do the uh, the show Northern Exposure. It had that opening with there was a moose. I guess <laughs> this is a fucking old show. But Northern Exposure, I, I think it's supposed to take place in Alaska, but I think that was filmed in Seattle, and they have this big mural of it. God, I'm sorry, this bit did not go anywhere. <laughs> Where's just... Area 56? What? Oh, 51, sorry. It's been a long day. Area 56. That's 51. Six miles north of 51. Look, I, I don't know, man. I, I know there's some true believers out there, and I'm not saying that there's not aliens. But what I'm telling you about that Roswell, I've seen pyramid schemes ran better, bro. They were uh, gonna raid that shit. Remember, like a couple of years ago, yeah, where they were like, yeah, yeah. "Like, go ahead if, and if, raid if it." We drive to San Diego. We always drive by the uh, sand dunes at Yuma, where uh, what was Jabba's? Uh, yeah, arch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from Return mm -hmm. of the Jedi. And that I've you can actually over see. There. You can actually see from the window of your car as you as you drive by. So right, drive by. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean that's cool. That's cool. You don't want to um, go out and roll around. Not a bad band, segment, but... Travis. I think like we were just filling out books and trying to figure out how to how to put unicorn in there, right? Like, I mean, that's half the battle, I guess, at this point. It's it's all done and submitted. Plus, I got to say area 56 and it's supposed to be 51, and then that tells you what I think of that. So um anyways, if you go to like a cool if you got if you're in the chat and you have been to like you gotta check this out, you've been there, I'll go check it out. I got I'm seeing a lot of we've gotten some good can, ones, man. I can I can go, I can go. You can uh the little alien in yeah. Uh you've got some good ones. This guy's like I'm always by the graffiti. Um you've gotten some good ones. The problem is like the state that I'm in's got some great stuff, but like none of it that's ever been shot in the movies, you're like, wow, dude. Like if you go to Gross Point, you're like, Yeah, I'm in Gross Point. Yeah, it depends on your level yeah. of fandom, obviously. Yeah. yeah, right. I have some friends in uh, LA and once a year they get on their BMX bikes. These are grown men, and they get on their BMX bikes, and they go to the Karate Kid uh, apartment building. Oh, okay. Every year, and they just go and they spend the day there. And I thought you were gonna say they. Yeah, I think the, the landlord now like knows them and lets them like come in and stuff. 
And I think there's just, a. I think there's a. That's the the level sand, of their fandom. I think the Sandlot it might be in Utah, like one of the little uh, the um, field they filmed on there and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's one of those things where you always go there. It's it's very underwhelming, but if you're a super fan, you're like, this is it. This yeah, is where the beast jumped over the fence, eye, and there, Benny the know? Jet had to run after him. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to the field of dreams. Like, you know, where they did Breaking Bad, and like, you know, you can go to the house that it was filmed at, and you know, like, there's a sign that says, "Do not throw pizzas on the roof," and like, <laughs> you know, like, but you know, what would be a cool place would be like where they filmed Goonies, like you know, where the ship came out and up on the beach, and where all that. That would be cool to see all that, you know. I'm sure it's very underwhelming, but it would be cool to see where Goomy's. Mine was my pick was an extreme one, and it goes to what Marco didn't want the desert. But where they filmed, they filmed uh, Mad Max Fury Road. A lot of those desert scenes were filmed in Namibia, and like it's just in that desert there. And there's all these wildlife preserves, Namibia, Africa. Namibia is is a huge country with like the lowest population density in the world. Yeah, and they really protect parts of that that country that are just astoundingly. Yeah, this place is called. It's like called. um, uh, I pulled up here. Skeleton Coast is where they filmed it on, and in it translates to the land God made in anger, and this is where they filmed a lot of those. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it is kind of like that. But I was like, oh. Normally, if you're like, I'm gonna go put you out in the middle of the desert, but then you're like, oh, this is kind of like Mad Max. <laughs> like, all right, I'll put up with the heat for a while. How about I... comic book related? Literally, like uh, Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia, where they did uh, the Unbreakable movie. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought cool. it was just gonna say I'd love to go visit that. Yancey Avenue. Cleaning the cube. I would have been like, oh, they're gonna steal a pizza truck. They got a BMX bikes. They stole a Pizza Hut truck. Uh, Tony Hawk shows up every once in a while. They do <laughs> in the queue. They get on the skateboard. I was like, "Oh, that's dope." He's like, "No, they went to the cry." Okay, all right. Yeah. Hmm. Fat Jacks, huh? Oh, I don't know. Do you guys go to all those places? Like, I mean, I obviously, if you've been, if you go to New York, you gotta stop in Midtown, right? Like, we go to all the comic like. When you one? travel, do you go to comic shops? Do you check out Ooh, new comic of course shops? They do. Cities? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's scheduled in. Anybody been to uh, Mile High ever? Uh-uh. No, actually, I haven't. No, I mean, that'd no. be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. Just, just to be surrounded by that many comic books yeah. all at once. Into the warehouse, yeah. I spent a couple of summers in London. They got some good. They got some good comic shops in there. Ooh, I got a. I got a call yeah. them on Monday, or Tuesday. London. He's got a call London. He's got an No, I think the people who just started book first screwed up already. Yes. So they screwed so, up already. So okay. So yes. Here, I got my email confirmation that I submitted the books. It says your comic book submissions have, and I don't, I don't know how this is. I'm going to. You call should email them back and be like, "Dude, we're talking about you live right now." Go ahead. What are you? So what it says message. is, it says, okay, it says, you know, new book entry, quantity one, title, unicorn, issue one. I put it. At, remember how I put it at near mint condition. Seven. I'm what sorry. What mean? now? So remember how I, I put it at, at yes. Remember it told me what I should have put it in mint. Yes, they, they're they doing great. Oh, they're doing a card grade. <laughs> <laughs> so it says condition seven. Yes. You know how pissed I'll be. How fucking pissed I'll be if they come back. Oh, you know, they have to like drain it though. Cool. Like, 
I mean, if it comes back like a six point five now, I'll be you put mid plus, mid plus plus. I'll be fucking livid. Yes, no, I don't want it. Hey, if it comes back near mint, seven point gold, gold, <laughs> fucking gold. Get out of here, dude. This is the best that could have happened. This both the of them, and that's what both of them say. So the other one says, "Ice Cream Man, twenty four condition seven. Yeah, yeah. Hartman's got it right. Glad this is documented, dude. This is this is what you've all been waiting for. It's already the wheels are already falling off the bus. We haven't even started the engine yet. It's going sideways. I haven't even shipped them out yet. I would. I would ask for a refund of that. No, nope, we can't. Dwayne, Dwayne <laughs> no, yeah, the biggest it. laugh out of all of them. Dwayne put the twenty down. Uh, we got to do it, man. That's they're gonna, dude. Okay, how bad? I'm is gonna that call unicorn? him, and I'm. Gonna I bet you that unicorn's not even gonna have a back cover on it by the time it comes back. At this point, dude, I, we're in trouble. Ish, what'd you get us involved in, man? Oh man. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, when Travis comes back, good seg. I think that was a good seg. Give us a thumbs up if you thought it was. If you didn't, then tell me. That our segments are dumb, and I'm I'm cool with that too. So, but the next segment, should we get in fives or should we do reviews? Me and Ish are holding back, man. We're trying to keep the energy level good because, like, I'm telling you, this heroes thing, it's got me twisted. And I was in the shop. I'm still, this I'm still kind of shaking my head at it. Yeah, I was but... in the shop this weekend, and, and just or this week, and I was telling him, Ish, I was like, "Who's reading it? Put your hands up. Put your hands up if you're reading this, right?" And and everybody that did's like the same way. I mean, they're like, yeah, it's the right. It's a troll, right? You guys all feel responsible. Yeah, that's great. Everybody take responsibility for us doing dumb things afterwards. Once again, send all your emails to Comic Book Jesus Tuesday and Thursdays. Hey, I'm still gonna send them in, and I'm well. Let's now. I'm very curious to see if they come back. Like, yeah. So if I so if I tell them it's a seven, it's coming back Dwayne. as a seven. Like, no, Dwayne's right. Dwayne's no, right. That's what I'm saying about the no middle. way. Obviously, they're gonna grade the book. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it why it says seven on the submission sheet. But I, I think asking they're doing what the card grading system forehead is dumb. Ish. They're doing the card grading system. That's yeah. what they're doing. Maybe it's like when you have to rate yeah. yourself like on a scale of like attractiveness and you always go a couple lower so that way no one is like uh you know, like oh you dude, you're not a fucking eight. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna come back at nine. <laughs> Dude, ten, ten mint gem. Yeah, yeah. you just said it was a is a mint gem, right? That's what it's just. Whatever, man. We'll see what we'll see what it is. Let's give him. Hey, come on, man. I give mean, like, it's always give him a shot. Give him a Give the guys a shot. Oh, this is gonna go horribly wrong. Uh, let's give him a shot though. So, should we get into top fives or should we get into comic book reviews? Is it top? Let's get heroes reborn over with. Oh, let's get Heroes Reborn over with. Okay. So <clears throat> for all those people who've been following this show, for one, and uh, just this show, I think we're the only people. No, people started get, I'll tell you, people started writing articles about it and getting on top of it after we were talking about it. Like Heroes Reborn started off as a troll, flat out. There's no excuse. They trolled DC and they trolled them hard. But this week, this week, the, the, the tire hit the pavement. Ish hits us up and says, bro. I'm coming on, and we got to talk about it because now what Marvel did is they did a bunch of mini breakoffs, right? Right, Ish? This is what your problem with it was. Tell what your problem was with it. Well, just the the usual, you know, kind of an event with all the spinoffs and, you know, got to get the checklist and all that. And I was on it. I was like, hey, I don't want to do the checklist with this. 
I actually kind of really like it because I think it's hilarious what they've been doing. They, they've crapped on DC. They've kind of made fun of themselves a little bit too. Not kind of. They have flat out made fun of themselves a little bit so, too. We so for the core series, though, they've had uh, they've been switching up the creative team every issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what's given it a new flavor. Which is what – but also that was kind of the crap on in Marvel back in 2010 – 2011 because remember they'd start off those arcs and halfway through the arc they would qu- keep switching the creative team and people hated that correct and then have some great issue number four with the james stoko art right yeah yeah it's, yeah you, yes. you can argue that they went off the deep end but that's when i was like you know what this suddenly turned kind of ingenious yeah yeah so so that we, they, so, that we they both went with reading that it. art style and went all in for the entire issue. I wish we could pull up issues original message he's like i'm coming on because i'm just gonna dog and rat this out <laughs> And I was like, good. I go, but tell Ish, I'm going to review the first one because I had already read the first one. And the first one's pretty good. But I'll do two pages for both. And I think by the end, uh, you know, I'll share the screen. It got a little bit, uh, we got a little bit slot. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm broken and up about it, too. So Heroes Reborn, we'll give you the main title first. The, the Groot Weapon uh, Rocket Ring. First of all, the, the Infinity Rings are, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bad costume jewelry in a high school play uh, it's like candy it's like those little like lollipop candy rings uh, and the front doesn't match the inside as far as the like it's the drape and the correct, covers right correct. as far as the the artwork it's just all the best hits right and then you get the watcher who's got no eyes he's got the like angry baby face going on personally i, like, I, look, I, like, I like this art style yeah me too i was gonna to say fantasy, that's pretty dope Fantasy stories, it really takes you into another world, another place. And then they great, do the great colors, but I can understand if it's not everyone's cup of tea, because this is not your regular way to you know depict a Marvel story. It's right, a house style I, for sure. I like it. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I was like, whoa, okay. You threw you threw a curveball at me. All right. And I think that's kind of the shit on, right? Like that's kind of what they're doing, right? So but then too, like they also make fun of themselves because everybody's always arguing. When they split up the the uh, Avengers story, remember they're like, "Why didn't somebody just bust his finger off and take one of the rings?" And this one, they got Doctor Spectrum just going like, "Yeah, screw you! I'm shooting your shooting your fingers off, bro!" Like, you know, easiest way to get to the end of it. Uh, then there's well, a lot the of storyline too. The uh, the Squadron Supreme has kind of broken up, right? Right, they have broken they, up. Yep, they had their own little Civil War event. Mm-hmm. They had a little Civil War fight. They come back yeah. in, and he uses all the attack that he can. He even puts these maggot things and eats them up. It gets a little gory here, which is kind of funny, and just up to the stents of absurdness. And then they bring back – then, holy crap, did they shit all over John – or over Shooter, man. Like, they like I, they brought Starbrand back in, like, just – oh, my God. The, some of the lines they were putting in there was just, like, Jim Shooter – is probably just sitting wherever he's sitting. Where is he nowadays? Do we even know he's where he be is? Like ninety at least, if he's still yeah, alive. yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, Jim Shooter went over to Marvel for a little bit, and he did um, Secret Wars, and everybody thought it was good. And in the beginning, people really liked him. By the time Jim Shooter got ran out of Marvel, yeah, huh? He was a kid when he came yeah. over. Yeah, by the time hey, he I, ran I, out, I'm of Marvel. a Jim Shooter fan because that's my era. Right, but Secret Jim, Wars blew my ever living mind. So and I, I think a lot of people. Be, uh, a Jim Shooter fan. And I even know the backstory that I was just a marketing ploy for toys, etc. Right. Doesn't bother me one bit. I understand all that. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Whatever, like, people, uh, like the all the art and all that was like a, a submission, uh, like a fan submission that Jim Shooter paid him. Like, you know, he 
they sent a check to him and I think he, the greatest I think the greatest quote ever was by Romato when he said Jim Shooter came and fixed Marvel and then he fixed it so much he broke the shit out of it and he had to go. Like that <laughs> sums up Jim Shooter. Like that's what he's done for a career, right? And I think this well, is part of the it. Jim like, Shooter did, era was was the cartoons, you know, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, all that Yeah, stuff. but he also that's, did New Universe, always- bro. He also yeah. did New Universe, which is where Starbrand comes from. And, like, I'm sorry, side team and all that other crap ain't exactly – look, you, you might like it because it's nostalgia. It ain't good. It just isn't good. I, I don't I have mean. much nostalgia for those. But, hey, you never know. 30 years from now, those could be the books that hit. Jim, Jim Shooter had the mind – he was really good at seeing the big picture, like the big universal connections and things and telling – looking at the epicness that became Marvel – he had that uh, Stan Lee chronology. Yeah. yeah, he was also very good at uh, as looking about like uh, as the the third mafia member in the background a lot of times. Like mm-hmm. he did that. Like he really had that like goofy uh, wheel man type look to him all the time with the sloppiness where the tie's gone. And he's <laughs> yeah, just, and the whatever. hair's always kind of like yeah. I know. I know Claremont. Him used to get into it a lot. It wasn't just him. Like I, I'm yeah. not saying he's bad. He did some good stuff, but they. They sure everybody turned on him. They turned on him at Valiant. They turned on him at Marvel because he started Valiant, right? Like he was one of the guys that got Valiant off the ground. They turned on him at DC. They turned on him every stop that he had gone. Either way, so they're shooting on shoot. They're shooting on shooter. That's shooting on shooter. Oh, I got you. Anyways, Uh, there was this cool part where they like melt Raccoon Rocket in the in the sun. It was great stuff. I really thought it was well written. it was better than I thought it was going to be because I didn't think it started off that really that good. At the end, they kind of do these little things and they, they're even doing the Mephesto like troll, right? If anything was wrong, damn, we'll know who was in charge. They yeah. do the Mephesto thing. They're in a church. It's, um, what's his name from um, S.H.I.E.L.D.? I mean, look at the line work on that, on that art. Mm, so do you tell. It is. And then they bring it's in, a, look, there's, excellent. they bring in Starbrand at the second half of it. They're going to do something that has to deal with new universe because they're just like, we're going to sell you this crap that we made fun. I mean, think about it. That new universe stuff was when they pretty much said the door, here's the door, hit you where the good Lord split you. Thank you for your, thank you for your service. You're out, dude. Like, and they're pushing it through here and Wakanda apparently is showing up for that. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. I enjoyed it. Um, Enjoyed the book. This one. Um, oh boy. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna show the final panel? It's kind of a spoiler, but yeah, we spoil everything. So Spider-Man doesn't turn to Spider-Man. He actually they kill the spider that was supposed to bite him. He gets picked on all the time. The the whole Mary J thing, it's like, yeah, I wish I could, whatever. Uh isn't this like Doc Ox um the female version of that or something like that? I can't remember. Instead of the instead of Uncle Ben dying, the aunt dies. He then get yeah. Here's the final panel. He then gets. And then he uh, finally yeah. Does he get bitten or is something he gets bitten? But we don't. Yeah, we don't know if it's technically the spider or if it's a spider infected by something else. And then but he throws now, himself through a window. End of mm-hmm. comic. It's kind of dope. Whoa. I like the end. Do that when their aunt dies. Yeah. Uh, so I. I don't know, Ish, how you felt about this one. I thought this was the weakest out of the titles. Um, it sounds like they just changed a few details about the origin of Spider-Man and then threw it at the end. He's still getting bit by the spider, right? Yeah, so it was like a what if. Absolutely. It was uh-huh. like a what if. They're kind of playing on that. And then he what kills himself the at the end. the story was just a little different? 
<laughs> but what also, if? yeah, the end end is cool. Yes, this is the one part about this book that I did kind of like. If you ever see, and this is where I think the joke comes into it, is like, oh, always it's the the male figure for the superhero dies, and that's what causes, and then some weird random thing happens. And in this book, they're like, no, the random spider didn't hit him. And you know what? The male figure didn't die in this book. And that's like Batman story and Spider-Man story and Aquaman story and every suit Captain, not Captain America story, but a lot of people's stories. You know what I mean? Um, and they didn't do it. And then at the end, when he's supposed to be the hero, they're like, yeah, the dude just goes out there and commits suicide. So can we say that? I don't know if we can say that. No, well, we just did. So either way. what? Nothing. Oh, he throws himself out the window at the end to just end it all. As though, oh, that's, that's actually well, I guess I don't know. Is don't he going to transform yeah. and save yeah. himself? You know, it's so open ended, but it's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Just the look on his face, like, wee, you know. <laughs> actually, the three panels of him running through that hallway with the spider get up is pretty cool. And that leads into like the like half. Stick. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be like an infected spider from the Nile. But like, the the thing with it too was before this and we didn't show that was what I was saying. I told everybody I was like, I'm only doing two panels, and then we kept adding more. But there's a part in the panel where he's like, I just want to give up, I don't care anymore. And I think that's when you read that and then you see this, and then like he's he's like, Yeah, I'm finally a superhero when I'm giving up on everything. That's kind of what the last panel he turns into the tick. <laughs> and I and I don't think there's any sort of follow-up to this, so it, it kind of comes No, out I think it's a one shot inconsequential. Yeah, like, I think, if it didn't I mean, have the heroes reborn label on it, would it have made a difference? Probably not. I think that's what the end was. So I do think they're making fun of what ifs and they're making fun of that stuff too. Then we get uh, the Imperial Guard. Here's the characters for it. Um, yeah. They pretty much, uh, the brood pretty much takes them all over. I'm not, I didn't shoot any, I mean, whatever. Do you want to talk about any of this? Because I skipped Actually, it. I didn't read it. Diamond shorted us on this uh, entire issue. That um, stinks. We never even the- got it. I never even read it. Nobody even noticed. The back half was actually pretty good. It had star jammers in the back half, which I think was the better part of it. And I'm always for the two-part storyboards that they used to do in Marvel where you'd actually get two stories in one book. I always thought those were great. I think they should go back to that format, and they did. It was also very funny that they ended up making Johnny Storm the Century Nova person. I'm also, with that being said, uh, the people that know that I'm a big fan of like the Space Odyssey <laughs> stuff, including in, in Marvel, so star jammers, Right up my lot. I think the Cyclops Havoc portion of this was a little corny as it was supposed to be. Um, of course, also, too, you get the love story between um, their dad, Quasar, and whatever. Really good. Uh, it was kind of funny. It's definitely part of the read that was good. And a lot of times when those Marvel books had a two-part story, the regular storyline was kind of lame, and they're introducing the new portions of the story. The second half of the story were better, and that's kind of what happened in this book. Uh, next up, we've got Magneto and the Mutant Force, which I was like, wow, this is just bad. Uh, good luck with these mutants. And they do have a little bit of Jubilee and Rogue in there. Um, Magneto- so let's talk about, um, what is it? Is it uh, Mr. One and Mr. Two? What are they called? The dude with the Quato baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about it? What do you want to talk about? Uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Is, I can't, yeah, Mr. One and Mr. Two. That is it. Mr. Yes. One and Mr. Two. I don't know. It just made me, I, I just thought of Quato, and then you turn the page and he's shot in the head. Yeah, they shoot him in the head. I didn't put that in there. There's a lot of brutality. The other things I did put in was the Nemesis thing because we were trying to make it not too long. They actually used the Jubilee coloring, which was also a cover for his book at one time, if you guys remember the Nemesis storyline. So actually the, the premise of this book. 
Magneto, um, inv- I guess, invites the heroes to his island, mm-hmm. and they can join forces and continue the fight against the, uh, the Squadron Supreme. Yeah, there's really no like hardcore. Magneto's always trying to establish some real estate somewhere. Like he's like he's kind of like a real estate baron. He's always like, here's a moon base. Here's a yeah, an island. Join here's me. A... I'm I'm your leader. Yeah, but it really feels I... like it's almost like E list. E list. Yeah, yeah. Is B list characters and they knock him down and show that he's unimportant. And then you see like flawless victory here too. They're definitely it's definitely some funny stuff. When they're throwing it at the Supreme Squadron 2, you get actually one of my favorite characters, Fitz, here uh, from X-Men 2099, because that was a hot-selling book, uh, probably one of the best in the 2099 series. You know, they didn't decide to use Doc Doom or either Ghost Rider 2099 or even the hot Spider-Man 2099. They decided to go with that hot title, X-Men 2099. I did actually truly enjoy it, uh, but I know it wasn't a really good seller. They could have gone with uh, Ravage, too. That's another hot seller there. I think it was hilarious that that's one of the characters they decide to show up, which also shows you what they're doing with these side universes. Um, it's hilarious. And then they give you... Jesus. Yes. They, oh, God. Last panel. I mean, come on. They're, they're just... They're, Magneto turns out that it's not fucking Magneto. It's actually uh, Cass and, Cassandra Nova... For those people who don't know who Cassandra Nova is, who if you want to take it or me, the twin baby for you take it. Okay, so it's Xavier's <laughs> twin baby in the womb that turns out that there's a psychic connection, but got suppressed, and then she ends up taking over and like just a story of shit. Just a story of shit, right? Like, I mean, it's a shit just story. A story but... of shit. So that's what we get. We have an on-running title now. With, that one was pretty weak, yeah. Yeah, with uh, I thought it was funny though. Like they, the big reveal was Magneto because they did the, they did the um, in Way of X last week. They did the thing where they're bringing back um, Magneto and um, Xavier together. Uh, what's his name? Anybody? X Men. Oh. No, uh, she's a horse jockey. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> not Overkill. What the heck is um, Legion? Or Legion. No, somebody in the chat hit it up when Magneto and uh, Xavier mind melted, and they formed the uh, the purple dew that was overpowered. We Jesus, we talked. Oh, about um, the onslaught, onslaught. Yeah, so they did onslaught. So they finished this one off by doing the opposite of onslaught. Uh, you're right, Xavier, female onslaught. Xavier in joxy pants. So there we go. That's what we got. She does look like a horse jockey. Yes, she does. Okay. Uh, up next is. Siege Society. Look, I like Thunderbolts. This is bootleg Thunderbolts. I like the art here. Um, bootleg Thunderbolts. It was crazy, dude. This was another crazy book. The book was just bleeping crazy. Biggest point out of this was Mephesto Saves the Queen, the Sex Pistol cover. I like that. I, that I mean, awesome. read the book. It's a good, it's, I don't know, pick it up for a dollar because it's going to be a dollar book, but it's a funny fucking book. Um, what was the premise of it? The Thunderbolts. It was literally the Thunderbolts. They were going. The Thunderbolts are pretty much going after uh, the Supreme Squadron. Uh, they're going after the Speeder guy, the Wizard. That's not the Wizard anymore. I can't remember what the blurs what they call him now. Uh, and they, there's actually scenes in it like they do go so far. You know the famous Ant Man scene where you got Hawkeye shooting Ant Man yep. on the arrow. They do that, but the shit goes wrong. It doesn't work out well. Like none of it works out how it's supposed to be. You know, they've got, then they get into the little fight with uh, Silver Queen, which is Scarlet, or Silver Witch, which is uh, 
Scarlet Witch, but she calls herself Silver Witch because she's now fast and she's Scarlet Witch. It's a clusterfuck of shit. Yeah, it literally is a clusterfuck of shit. Yes, Mephesto is... I don't think Mephesto is coming, actually. I think that's a huge troll. I think they're trolling everybody who was doing... was was talking about the Scarlet Witch show. I think it really is. um, Or maybe he's coming. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. And then finally, we get Young Squadron, which I was like, wow, this... I think we even commented, like, damn, this is going to be bad. You know, you got Miles Morales playing Falcon. So, uh, so yeah. the premise, though, is is these kids are um, influenced by the Squadron Supreme. Yeah. So it's a, it's like uh, instead of Young Avengers, it's like Young Squadron Supreme slash Young Justice. So instead of Nova, instead of Sam Alexander being Nova, he's that's like trying to be a cover band of like Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, and then they have the weird Modoc, but it's not Modoc. Yeah, it's not Modoc. Um, what do they call it? I can't remember. I can't see. I'm too blind to see on the screen. Uh, oh, it's it. It is. No, it's Modoc. They call him Modoc. Like no, no, no. Yeah. There's the, one of the letters is different. Oh, it's A C K. Fodoc. <laughs> anyway, so but he doesn't become Sam Alexander, which is weird because he becomes he literally becomes the Nova ripoff. Like, so it's the same thing. Call Khan runs into Wonder Woman and she becomes like kid girl power is what they call her. It's just. Oh, oh, then all the 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 oh the, the Deadpool. Deadpool oh, Holy man. shit! Okay, so wait, Miles Morales watches Falcon die. Sam L. So he becomes uh Falcon, right? I don't know. It's kind of a dumb point in that one, but whatever. Then yeah, then Deadpool comes in and just starts beating the shit out of all these kids, and he talks about he like wraps up uh, Miles and is like, yeah, I'm the one who actually killed Falcon, and I'm pissed because. Uh, or like helped out my buddy Green Goblin, and I'm pissed because you know your superhero friends then took out Green Goblin. He ends up putting gas on him, like literally gas. He's about to light him and set him on fire. Then Sam Alexander comes back and Nova punches him, but it's not Nova because now he's Spectrum. Pulls out a knife. He really was assaulting the kids back and forth. At the end, too, uh, just a line for all you. It says, "It says uh, we're not just heroes; we're champions." So they're going to change yeah. their name for the champions, which is the name of the group that currently has. Yeah, but it's also the name of the group that currently has these three characters in it. So they're kind of, uh, and it says the end question mark. So I thought that was good. I mean, I just thought they did. They're they're just trolling out there is what I think. And if that's what they're doing, I think they're doing a pretty good job. And surprisingly, I think we want to hate these books or want to at least talk some crap about these books. And Ish, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're as bad as we thought they were going to be. Some of them are. I, I feel some of them are as bad. Which ones do you feel is bad? The Spider-Man book. That was the one I thought was just bad. But... Um, the, the Siege Society, I did not care for. I, I thought the dialogue was not, not good at all. Hmm, I thought there was enough. someone trying to write, oh, how does a British person speak? And then they tried to write it that way. And then they want you to like read it with the British accent. I don't know. It was, I thought that was terrible. But I thought that, I thought that's part of the troll. Like, I think it's all part, you know, like, I think that's like what they're doing is like, oh yeah, exactly what you're saying. What's the point? Because they can, because people are buying their books no matter what. Dude, that book, that, that, that young, whatever book with uh, Miles Morales as Falcon sold out faster than like uh, anything. Like it was sold out, sold out. Like that book is, Dude, seriously, that book sold out. 
You think that's not? Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> it's a troll. It's a troll. It's, it's a troll. The, the the gym shooter stuff they are doing there is definitely like having Junior art some of that stuff is a troll. Like that's what they're Who doing. Buying in the chat. Why you know, I forget which uh, book it was in. There was just a one panel of the Nighthawk character in his Bat Cave. Yeah, takes yeah. off the mask, and it totally made me think of uh, Future State Second Son. Yeah, absolutely. They're just just they're, just, they're, just the way the way that the the panel was composed. I was like, that was oh straight was out so of that. Weird. The second son of Batman. I mean, yeah, they just don't care. They don't care, and it's yeah. I don't Brian, know. This, this is why Brian's not coming on the show. Yeah, I he probably. I, I just <laughs> my thing is this: like, it's one of those things where what they're great. like, I so mean, great. it's stuff we complain about too. Like, this is a good book. Why are people buying it? Because like, is it a first cover? Or is it first whatever? And then all of a sudden they come out with a book where it's literally the stupidest characters. The thing people were all complaining about, right? Like, can't you come up with an original character? They literally take the characters that people were complaining about. You can't come up with the original character and refashion them into non-original fucking characters, bro. Just mash them together, yeah. I don't care how stoned you are. You have to know that's a troll, dude. When you're taking Miles Morales, who there was people literally screaming at Marvel on a stage in a conference at one point going, why can't you just give us the original Spider-Man? You can't come up with an original idea. And they go, no, you know what's worse? We're going to give you a rehash of Falcon, bro. Like, that's how bad that shit was, dude. It's it's literally how bad Malcolm, it was. Would it be Malkin? Huh? Yeah. Malkin. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, that's what they're doing, dude. I mean, it's not – it's funny. I don't know. I think it's funny. I just think it's funny. I, I know it's not probably everybody's humor, but it's funny because that book – People aren't even reading it, and it's sold out. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up, up, the, they're just buying it because it's they're specking it, and Marvel's laughing about it. They're literally making fun of it in the book that they're selling to these people who haven't opened it and sold it out. Like, yes, I find I find that I find that I think totally it's funny for the Marvel's part. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I think. It's and I think it's like a $6 book, too, because it's a number one. So it's not even like they're giving you like the $4.99 price. They're like overcharging you on cheap-ass paper. And every single – those books are literally a hit list of shit people complain about Marvel. Literally a hit list of shit to people. Changing up artists and story writers halfway through a book, they complain about it. Giving us characters that aren't original and are just rehashes – absolutely doing it with the characters that they got complaints about. Oh, why didn't you make this movie more realistic? Like shooting off the rings. They did that too. You guys just rip off DC characters. They did that too. In those books, they literally went down the list. Check, 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 check. We're done. Let's give us your money. And they got it. They got it. And they got it for me too. Cause I think it's hilarious. So I won't fucking, okay, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I fucking bought those books. Cause I think the shit's funny, not for spec, but because I think the shit is fucking hilarious. So, uh, Ish does well, not agree. They should do like some kind of one-off, toss them in a what if type of movie. That would actually be kind of cool. Not even a what if, but just like this. They can't this, do this, that. this troll type of movie. It would <laughs> yeah. be kind of awesome. Like Legos, like the Lego stuff where they do the Legos movies that are like the Star Wars Legos things. I've always been kind be of like, a troll. what if we took Heroes Reborn seriously? <laughs> Your wife gave you the seal of approval. Yeah, up, up the down that they can do it right. That's why they're doing it right now because they could literally do it right now and cash checks. They're cashing checks now. Who cares about? I mean, it's out there. Like it, that book, the literally 
we brought up that book three weeks ago on this on this show. The chat killed that book. Like, this is garbage. Nobody's gonna buy this crap. And we're like, watch, they'll buy it. Sold out. Sold out, man. Like this, this right here. We are the champions. We are the champions. They say it in the fucking panel. Yeah, they are the champions because they made they sold that fucking book out, bro. Like I, I whatever. Yeah, fair enough. So, all right. Anyways, uh, that's all we have for that. Great. The other two guys who are supposed I'm to be in. reviewing. I'm in Robin. Robin too. <laughs> Robin, Robin too. How Robin about too. how about uh, I'll just throw in that. However, we felt about this Heroes Reborn stuff. They were not the worst books of the week for Marvel. Absolutely not even close. Because there was Reptile, number one. <laughs> I don't know if anyone who saw that. Yeah, which is also a book a lot of people Oof. were buying for some reason. I don't know. That's Oof. just rough. You want crap, they'll sell you crap, bro. All right, I'm up. Should we do uh, Robin number two? Robin Deuce. Let's see. Now, for those of you who don't remember, the Robin one was Robin basically gets in this Mortal Kombat style tournament, and it's all I setting up. Awesome that DC did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah, it coincided very well with the release of the Mortal Kombat movie as well. <laughs> and so uh, we're kind of like it's Robin making his way to the tournament, and of course he gets off the boat in the last third of the book, and immediately engages in battle with Flatline, and is immediately his heart is like ripped out of his body. And so that's where that first issue leaves us with uh, a dead Robin. So the second issue opens up with Robin on this slab, and you can see the scar where his uh, heart was pulled out. And he wakes up, and, you know, they kind of give him some shit for, you know, Ravenger. I, I, you know, it, it's such a cool character. Ravenger? Yes. Yeah, I, I really like her. like her. I think she's... I think she's a good offset in this book as like down to earth and like doesn't put up with Damien shit. If this is a rom-com, she's like the protagonist's best friend who like he realizes in the end they were meant to be together all along. <laughs> so what happens is, is now they're like, all right, now that you've already died, let's explain the rules of the yeah. island. Mm-hmm. And they break it down and they say, first off, you get three lives. You yeah. Get three chances. And what happens is the first time you uh, uh, you can leave at the tournament at any time after, you know, up to your second death. After your second death, you can decide to leave the tournament and you're fine. But if you go for a third time and you die a third time, you're dead, dead. But if you win, you get immortality. Yeah. That is the grand prize of. What this is that that's what they're telling you the grand prize of all this mm -hmm. is. So and then so they, they go them, yeah. they talk, they talk to Damien and they're like, you know, this is all out Mortal Kombat style. And he's like, Hell yes, I'm gonna do yeah. it. He, you know, he's like, I'm not holding back. And what he, you know, that was a big thing for this comic book. He goes, finally, you're telling me I don't have to hold back? And then he immediately jumps into battle with, like, three people on the island. It just starts killing. Yeah. It starts killing person after person, which I don't expect anything less from Damien. Like, people who are just, like, having, like, a coffee on the sidelines. He's just like, ah! <laughs> kill, kill, kill. So what happens is Ravenger sits down and says, all right. 
Here are your oh, main a couple players. other things of the rules is you cannot you can only fight during the daytime and you cannot fight in the the lodgings, the dorm the room, or where, yeah, where, where everybody's sleeping. Those those will definitely come into play later in the story, I'm sure. Yes. So and then, what Ravenger tells him is, here is your, these are your main competition. People. This is the competition. Threats. Respawn. XXL, Flatline, Black Swan, and Hockey. Now, you probably, you I haven't been reading any DC. Are these all whole cloth characters? Have these appeared in other places before? No. These are all new? Yeah. Okay. It's a good way to introduce them in like tournament style. Of these, of these panels, which is your most, what do you, which are you most interested in? I think this because it, Hockey. Or, or Hockey. <laughs> Hawk. Uh, it's Hawk. Well, I first read <laughs> Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the exclamation really at the did. end of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're getting a little troll back. <laughs> I do blah, like how you call him Hockey. <laughs> but awesome. we're just going to call him Hockey. I like uh, XXL is kind of this funny, like, weird character, it looks like. Um, I'm kind of looking at this Black Swan character. I'm liking this Black Swan character. So, so it, it gives you a little back story on kind of on all everybody so respawn he's a real piece of work straight up video game disciplined dangerous dressed like and he's dressed like you know who yeah you got xxl who 10 years ago his ego made him makes you look humble comes in with which he was acting when they say you they mean damien comes in with an entourage that pumps him up Flatline. I'm, I'm pretty sure XXL was my college roommate. <laughs> I was Is looking at him like, humble? Dan? Is that Dan? Uh, then we got Flatline, who we met in the previous issue. She's just like, I. it's still a little bit of mystery, oh. but she's working for someone, right? So it says Connor Hawkeye is Green Arrow's son. Hawkeye <laughs> just Hawkeye. Hockey. So ballerina, he took on the role of the white swan, got two losses in the character, killed everybody, and she became the black swan. And then hockey is the League of Shadows actually brought him, mm-hmm. which you know ticks off Damien. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know. He, he talks about it. My my mother said the League of Larius was used to the part of the League of Shadows, but what are they doing here? They working together, and she's like, nah, there's some tension. So I like he's kind of polite as he kills, but it's it's kind of cool. I like the fact that like it's a Damien story, so of course, bring in the League of Shadows and uh, the League of uh, Lazarus. Yeah, Lazarus. Or, yeah, bring those two things. That's that's. Like the history of the character, right there. Let's let's let those two identities play out. So, so what so, they do hey, find out is they Joe go. XL, was that one Punch Man? Was that who that was? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. So what they do is Damien runs out. He's going snooping. What Damien does, Flatline kind of catches up, and they decide that they're going to go on. You know, they're going to go snooping around. And we find and out like Flatline's kind of like this sassy, like uh, kind of written very Harley Quinn esque, like uh, at, at 
at this point in the in juncture. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it's original for DC. Yeah. Uh. And what they do is they actually find out that there's a huge Lazarus pit in the underneath the island. Mm -hmm. It looks dope too. I like I like the reveal of it with the big yeah. statue there. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna do this," and but they're pulling shit out of it. They're like they're doing some weird kind of techno experiments on it. You could see in this panel here how they they have things hooked up to the Lazarus pit, and looks like they're they're. They're sucking stuff out of it. Yeah, and whatever it is, it needs to feed into it. So I'm assuming whoever dies gets fed mm -hmm. into it. And that's the point of the Mortal Kombat try to balance or challenge is they keep, you know what I mean? As long as people keep dying, keep feeding it. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Thinking, imagining, whatever you want to call it. So, I, have a, I have a question. So I've been listening to what you guys are saying. Uh this reminds me a lot of like uh, Ninjago and Chen's Island. Is this what we're doing now? DC's just copying mm. off of Lego TV show cartoons. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they're doing their own secret troll. Yeah, it I is kind of like a, a major trope, though. Like you go to like a death style tournament, and then there's your B plot, which is a mystery involving something like that. Yeah, so it's definitely not original territory. No, no, it's not. But you know, you know, uh, Ravenger ends up or Flatline ends up going saying, you know, we're gonna have to do something about this. You're gonna, and then he. What actually happens is, um, Pennyworth actually comes to Damien because you know he's been having them visions of him. Says, "Well, you need to go to your, you need to go to Batman." And he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna figure this shit out." And he takes off, and Flatline's like, "Just like the son of Batman." And he gets caught in uh, a net, like you can see there. And it, it, it's Ravenger catches them. And she's like, you know, your problem is it's pretty much you're a dick. You need mm -hmm. to lighten up. It's pretty much what's going on with this. And she says, what you need to do is you need to lighten up. You need to stop being a dick. And what you need to do is have some fun. And that's kind of where they ended it, wherever we're all of the contestants oh, everybody that's yeah everybody that's in the battle is actually like kicking it and having fun and that's kind of where they ended it and you know damien's gonna have a shit fit and he's not gonna buy into having fun because and fair enough if you're there for the tournaments people in the olympics they don't go like out drinking the night before their their event and I feel like Damien's. I heard there's a cool. lot of partying at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah actually, actually, there's just a report about how many condoms get handed out after uh, your competition. Up. After your competition, they're not they're not working their asses off. And then, like, well, before I go skeet shooting, I'm gonna go skeet shooting. If you know what I'm saying, they're gonna go. They're gonna like be professionals about it. Hmm. I feel like. I feel like I'll let you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with the Olympians this year in Japan. No one else. Well, the is allowed point to hang of out. the Olympics is they're not professionals; they're amateurs. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Fair. I, you know what? I stand corrected. No, I mean logically, you're correct. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's for peak performance. You would but... think you had built up to do this. You've There's been probably a couple sports where you can probably thing. get away you with partying. Be dedicated, but... like like curling. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with curling. That's hey, you gotta have precision I'm... accuracy. Imagine <laughs> trying to do the the broom sweeping with a like a really bad hangover. Oh gosh, yeah, just oh, vibrating. You imagine that with a headache yeah. and the cold and the ice, and you're like, 
you're you're just not feeling it, so you're only said not. Yeah. You could hear from the crowd, sweep fucking faster. <laughs> hey. Sweep fucking faster, A. You forgot that part of it. Sweep fucking faster, eh? Was that yeah, sweep fucking faster, A. Sweep was. A. I think, Robin, this is one of the better DC titles right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, it really, I'd like to see where it's going because, I mean, obviously, Damien's going to... This is Joshua Williamson, right? It's Joshua Williams. Okay. Well, you think it's a, a way for them? So I, I I am kind of biased. Is, is it weird that like this? Is this obviously this tournament and you get granted immortality, but all the all like the fighters in it are kind of like young in the comic world, like more like new characters or D list characters in here. You think that plays into the storyline? What at some point why they pick like these young kind of sidekick? heroes to come in there because they don't say like why maybe they it's chose just to pump up people. robin yeah because it's dc so he's, he's not facing heavy far. competition that's not realistic perhaps yeah so you feel Build like you up. know what he should have yeah. gotten his ass kicked yeah but this way maybe it's like you know what robin can't kick all this ass right and help him build up his own rogues gallery too maybe yeah, there you go. I like it that it's his own title. It's not the Team Titans. He's doing something on his own. It's his own. You know what I mean? I that's what I'm liking about it. So is this gonna be the? Are you Travis? Are you hitting? This is gonna be the new Team Titans. Um, all these uh, people in the book seem very amiable. They seem like they could easily be heroes. Everyone's mm. kind of like got like a nice quirky attitude, and oh, they're all spunky. Mm. Everyone in this book is very spunky. Spunky. Yeah. it is <laughs> so I, I like it he brings the spunk spunky <laughs> skeet 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 earlier now it's spunk 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 okay alright uh, nice so it's good yeah at least they have a good title over there Wonder it's not bad right? yeah I enjoyed it I thought it, it's a fun read Joshua Williams is a I don't know. He, I think he's a very good writer. He's the reason I'm a huge Flash fan now. Okay. So, fair enough. I, I I really like him, and you know, just like I was talking about on Absolute Geek last night, is you know everybody everybody is raving over Tinian being this great writer. This is stuff that I said years and years ago. But he's an awesome writer. Just wait, you guys are going to see, and he's going to explode. You guys are all going to be eating your words that he's not a very good writer, and now he is. He's got some one of some of the best titles out right now. So, hmm. and I, Joshua Williams is the same way. He's, he's just an awesome writer. He kind of falls in these little tropes of these. This arc is going to be this, and this. You know what I mean? Like you, you know what's going to happen, but it's still a great read, and I think that's what awesome that he does. You know. You know, the rise and fall of a villain, next arc. The rise and fall of a villain, next arc. But I still think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, and then we, yeah, then we get this. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess that's an opinion. I hate Marvel. That's the comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marvel likes your money. Um, I hope he slammed well, his fist right after. Right. I hate Marvel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. All right, let's get into the top five. Uh, that's good that, like I said, yeah, you can, it is what it is. Definitely two different titles going on this week. 
there was a lot of garbage out this week. There was a lot of garbage out this week in comics. Um, there's just some other good stuff. There's some cool stuff in Star Wars. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Nine Star Eastern, Wars Darth Vader you. came out this week. It did. It was a good book. Both that and the uh, they did that reprint of the German book uh, Weapon of the Jedi. Oh yeah, which is really yeah. cool. I started was, reading the the higher IDW public ones. title. It was an IDW title, but you know they're kind of have finally given up. Like they're full fledged, like told stores and stuff to try to put them next to each other. And like the what IDW titles, IDW titles is some of the better stuff they're writing as far as the higher public stuff goes. I would say, and then I mean the Weapon of the Jedi stuff. I mean it is a reprint and a print off of a novel. I mean, they were doing right? that Smuggler's Bounty. Smuggler's Bounty is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I like, like I said, I already knew the storyline for Weapon of the Jedi. It's kind of cool. Um, but I did like Vader. I think Vader's taking over as the top Star Wars title. I think when you go down Star Wars titles right now that are currently going, you have to go like probably it's Vader. probably the best seller for sure. Yeah. yeah, Vader, Bounty Hunter. You know, Afro, I was I'm starting to get annoyed with. Um, and Star Wars is probably actually the worst Star Wars title they have. Just regular Star Wars? Probably the worst. <laughs> so, I remember right. that Boba Fett cover the other day was probably the coolest Boba Fett cover ever. The, which one? The one for the Bounty Hunter's Bounty War? Hunters? Yeah, Bounty Hunter's War. Bounty Hunter's War is going to be pretty good, man. Um, you know, I, if you if you have an FOC account or whatever, they sent out the brief. Ish, did you read Bounty Hunter's number? I mean, we can't talk about it, but Bounty Hunter's War number one. Did you read it when they sent out the preview last week? No, he was good. Uh, I was surprised at how good the book was, and I think that that little offspring <laughs> will do okay. I think it's actually going to do okay. It's probably actually, but it's definitely better than the Star Wars mainline that they're running right now, and probably better than half the books that they're putting out. Um, so if it stays, if that Bounty Hunters War stays on the same track as number one, I think they're onto something. It's really cool. So look for that. Um, <clears throat> but let's get into our top fives. Uh, we have got a guest top five, as usual, from our man, Stick Boy. Where do we got Sticks at? Let me try to share Sticks. I really got to get better at this, man. Stop. Ooh, I, I was share screening on something else? Okay. But I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> Fucking, it was a porn. I know, right? The porn came up again. <laughs> what was it? Was that Matt that one time? Matt showed porn on this. I think we got away with it. An accident. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsie. All right. Try virtual teaching, my friends. Yeah, right. Uh, so here we go with Kirby. Can, I can't. The problem with this is like if Stix wants us to add any comments in, you can't flick through this and say it the same. So uh, we got a little, you know, the, the, the leg spread out, the superhero chest, big face, uh, Spider Man. He's ready to. He He's ready to squat. He's about to right be shot in the dick. <laughs> yes, he does. Guys, a little, a little <laughs> bit of a, uh, there's an immediacy to his uh, his emotion there. Stick. I'm That's sorry if you Kirby's got that movie. lunge thing. He yeah. does the superhero lunge. Yep, the superhero We're lunge. Supposed move. Come, yeah, supposed to come out at you. The art is supposed to. You're supposed to feel like they're lunging at you. Yep. Demon. I actually like this. Uh, mm -hmm. like More this lunge, book. lunging action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even in the details in the hands and the, the background portion of it, 
2001 A Space Odyssey. This series is, is much maligned, but it's also, I think, it's really fucking cool. I also, think the movie also filmed in Namibia at, at places at times. Well, fun fact for you guys. Oh, Namibia fact. A little Would point, a and we'll bring it up. Like, <laughs> a little point, maybe we'll bring it up a little bit later, too, and I want issues on this. I actually think Kirby was underrated in a lot of his space stuff, like a lot of his space backgrounds and stuff like that. I really, you know, everybody always talks about the superhero poses and the the superheroes what like that one of your books that we'll see later something about that i don't want to give it away but you know when you get into the space odyssey stuff and some of the other stuff that he did even with the fantastic four i really think that his space <clears throat> backgrounds are under very under I, I agree i agree yeah yeah i mean once he got honed as a superhero store. guy that's 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 what they he gave them you know and people stopped appreciating some of his other uh, genre stuff was that okay? Cool. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Uh, speaking of, so then he did Machine Man. Not one of my favorite titles, but uh, you got anytime you can have laser yellow lasers of death blowing up somebody is is a good one. The Machine Man had the lunging portion of it uh, too, in a lot of us. And then Ooh, Fantastic Four. I like this one. Yep. Experience of Kang. <laughs> also. Uh, First appearance of array of deception, I guess. I don't know. Uh, good stuff. Fantastic Four, I definitely think, is what, when I think of Kirby stuff and superhero stuff, I really do think Fantastic Four was one of his better, in my opinion, one of his better superhero artworks. But that's Stick Boy. Stick Boy, thank you for submitting. We appreciate it. Anybody else, nice. just always hit up either myself or Kyle uh, or MCM. What's the Instagram? Something at MCM. You can do the Modern Comic Mayhem Instagram. Mm hmm. I am the one who runs it, so I won't have to get, throw together slides. If too. you get uh, drunken messages from me, that it's me actually me. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that sticks, sticks. Thank you very much. Now let's see if I can stop sharing without shutting down the whole thing. Excellent. Who'd like to go next? Um, I'll go. Good. So for my top five. Number five, I have Kamandi number one. The one thing, it's kind of, it's, it's something that Kirby does a lot is he makes a big focal point and then mm -hmm. he has everything else is kind of littler. Every, it's kind of like a staple that he does as well. And I noticed maybe not so much in this issue, but I know in a lot of issues, whoever the, the, the book was about, he makes them bigger. Yeah, which, which is kind of cool. So I, I just like this one. This was going to be one of my picks. Yeah, I definitely like this one too. Yeah, it, it's a it's a great cover. Statue of Liberty. It, it's it's just a great cover. It's hard to find like some bad Commandy covers. I feel like he does a really good job on Commandy. The books itself, eh, it's Commandy, but covers are always dope. And yeah, it's it's very much so. I agree. And you know what? No, everything is good because it's got a nice bird in here. And I like that the that the Statue of Liberty has this really nice fingernail right here. Like she don't fuck around. Oh, that little coke nail. Yeah. <laughs> nice. She like she likes to party when no one's looking. Yeah. My next one is um Thor 168. Mm. And just like I was saying, like, you know, Galactus found it's so Galactus is is the predominant and he's, he's so much bigger than Thor on there. And I know Galactus is huge. Don't get me wrong, but I like that, you know, it's just, 
it's just an awesome cover. So I think this is kind of underrated with what he does sometimes, how he uses the words and like the yep. surrounding. There's not a lot of background going on, but there's so much action. Like there's so like much action. Galactus did not miss leg day. No, he did not. He did not miss leg day. But there's just so much action, even with the pressing of the feet on top of the words and everything like that. But there mm -hmm. isn't a lot of background, which in other stuff that he does, there's tons of detail, like intimate details in the background, which is really cool. Um, sorry for talking about. No, that. no, it's cool. It's cool. Oh, so yeah. my next one is Fantastic Four eighty six. I I love Doctor Doom covers. And, and and it's the same thing. Like he's just so much. Can I can I point out if, the the thing? If you look through the expression, yeah, yeah, through the first one hundred FFs and the way Kirby draws the thing, there's so much pathos. He's always in yep. agony or in defeat or in some like he's never being heroic in any of the covers. Mm -hmm. He's always mm -hmm. in some sort of agony or That's pain. It's yeah, that's, that's what I was for me. That's to always been such an appeal of the character, and, and he, he's given a more of like the human feel to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was the kind of what I was pointing out earlier. I just didn't want to steal your thunder on it because I know. It okay, no, no, that's yeah. yeah. The, the thing poses throughout. Mm -hmm. You know the way he draws him throughout this. Because you pulled a book that I was not. I, I I wanted somebody else to pull it because I do love it. And I said to Kyle, like this book has to make the list. That's the one thing with Kirby. There's like so many books that have to make the list that we don't, we didn't even it's like tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Yep. And you know, one thing I do like is, you know, uh, I like that he made his hand bigger to, you know, don't worry. It's going to be okay. He, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like that too. So he can be an extra large shoulder to cry on. <laughs> yes. So my next one is, uh, Captain America. Number one. Him knocking the fuck out of Hitler. Yes, Great. I like that he's even passing gas while he's hitting him for that <laughs> extra strength. This one's uh, a little odd because you, you talked about his focal points before, and this one is is missing some of that focal point that you see on there. The because your eye is drawn to Bucky in the, the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like some of his is so simple, and he shows, and then he gets these ones where. There's so much detail and action going on. Like you're looking in the background at the guys like kind of shoot what's going on on the TV. They, the, they've got this USA and they've got, yeah. you know, the look at the shadow on the right side. For USA and yep. Look at the shadow on the right side of the book too, which is interesting. Also the past gas, which isn't, it's a bullet being shot off. And then I, the, the map, the USA map. Really cool. Like really good. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And this dude's still like, hey, man, I got a job to do, so I don't give a fuck if Captain America's here. I'm still doing my job because that's Bucky what I'm getting paid to do. creepy in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a doll. I think it's the eyeshadow. Really yeah. A little off. A little off. The cool stuff, man. Good job, Kyle. All right. More. Who's next? Who's up next? Hello, oh, no, more. oh, yeah, yeah, because we had to have this. Yes. So I, I picked this one is because I love Magneto covers as well. So and, and same thing, like he's made Magneto a little bit bigger, a little bit more of the focal point. And th this is one book I've just never been able to get at a good price. It's one that's always eluded me. I had to make it my my top one. 
Great cover it, though. Anything cool, you know, it's got Magneto. It's just a great cover. The the three characters when I think of them that he draws as far as X-Men that he does exceptionally well is Toad, Magneto, and Quicksilver. I think his version of those three characters are <clears throat> always on point. Like when I think of those characters in my head in comics, this is what I think of. I think of Toad the way Toad looks here. Toad is, looks amazing in this cover. Yeah. I think Magneto the way Magneto looks. And I think the way Quicksilver does. And then, you know, Giant Size. Nobody put that on their list, right? Yeah. I mean, then, like, when Giant Size X Men hits, like, I, it's the same way. Like, that's how I see some of the characters, too. I think we kind of use this X Men as an explanation for all X Men's, but I, I, dude, I love what he does with the X Men. Like, I, I, it's so toned down in a lot of times, too. Like, a lot of the poses, even the action stuff that he does, isn't as over dramatic as what you see with some of the Thor covers. And then, like you said, the, the Fantastic Four covers are a little bit more emotional, right? So I I, I love them. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, for sure. So that was my top five. Those are all great covers. It was hard to pick. That is true. Scarlet Lich was it's looking hard for You know, yes. So that was mine. <laughs> Who would like to go next? I'll go next. I got mine pulled up here. Okay. Your screen. Good stuff, Kyle. Yeah, list. excellent list. All right, Kirby covers. I'll put it up there for you if you don't mind. Okay. Hey, look at this. Somebody must teach. I love that. All right, yeah. All right. So uh, this one is uh, oh, Superman's pal Rickles. Jimmy Olsen. This is just like a fun one with like Don Rickles in this Superman book that they drew him into the Superman book. <laughs> and there's so much text like in this. Uh, are you ready for uh, defoliance in your succotash? Are you ready for landmines in your lunchbox? Are you ready for this? Two Rickles, Don and his long lost alter ego goody. And this was when Don Rickles was the king. Like this was like the height of Don Rickles so much. <clears throat> so they put him in a comic book. And also, I mean, artistically, maybe not the, my favorite, um, uh, uh, Kirby layout, but I, I, it shows you that Kirby is a workman and he's like, what do you need me to do? You need me to do a cover with Don Rickles. Gotcha. Boom, 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 boom. I got it on here. Yeah, that's and I'm going to make it look, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What do you think of Superman? Superman? Is awesome. It's Superman's fantastic in this. Yeah, he's got it's, his Superman covers in general are fantastic, but I, the only thing about this cover that's a little odd is the the pop out here of the uh, the Don Rickles. Yeah, the photo <laughs> pop out. Yeah, it's like a troll or something. Yeah, it's like, like, a, from, like a caricature from, 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 from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's good. That's actually not bad. Yeah, like Dobby, Dobby, Dobby Rickles. <laughs> I really do like his Superman though. I think he draws Superman probably the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a running a running theme. Yeah, so there's a lot of great bulls. I like, like the red bulls like one. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of great ones. The bow and arrow with his mouth. This one is like 1954. I don't know when the London Underground started doing like their their uh, you know uh, logo for it, which got. Uh, corporified by like punk rock 1970s british punk rock but when i see this when you see the the blue line bullseye with the red on there it just screams like 1970s punk rock like sub punk rock on there and so when i every time i'm you know flipping through kirby covers this one always jumps out at me because i'm like oh wait is this like a sex whistle oh no oh, it's bullseye uh so just eye-catching to me i think you can make argument for other better bullseye covers but this Agreed. first one i really like yeah, yeah. 
this was my commandy pick. I almost went with the same one that Kyle went, but I, I'm a sucker for big apes in comics. You see behind me here, I got a Congo one on, on there. I love uh, uh, giant cartoon gorillas. Uh, I have, I'm a sucker for them, like anything Kong related. And the the layout I love here, the of how he lays the yeah, the the <laughs> yeah, and it's like he tied it around, <laughs> like you know, that's, that's like, like a very, sumo, you know, yeah, it's a of... very specific knot, like you can't just accidentally tie that. Um, <laughs> also, the destruction of the city and, and stuff in here is is really cool, and the colors of that, this, these, these blues on with this, with this red, just really <clears> makes <throat> the whole thing pop on there. Really love that command. I don't know why I just don't like commandy covers. Oh yeah! Oh wow! That was against my other. I was like, we can't get a bit. You were you were biting your tongue on that last comment when I was like, you can't go wrong with commandy covers. <laughs> yeah, you said yeah. it like five times. And I finally was like, yeah, I just gotta. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. Uh, I mean, they just, just never do anything for me. I think also like the commandy, like his designs, pale blonde, and they always have like bright colors in the background that pops that. Uh, and then we get into one of the things I really love. And if I ever got into like the collecting world like how you guys collect comics we were talking about like weird things that you would collect i think i would just like collect old beat up westerns i don't need like the 9.8s but just like some beat up i love western covers i love western books um and these are always like long box surfing at cons you can pick up some beat beat up ones and this is such a great one i mean here these are like fully rendered characters in here with uh kid colt uh, and he's taking on like 12 guys on this cover. It's got the action on here. Each of these villains is rendered differently. You just don't get that kind of detail on some cover artists where everyone's going to be rendered like a full character. Um, really great uh, cover there. I really love that one. You know, I had a hard time not including uh, one of the Westerns on my list. Um, yeah. I was looking I kinda... at Rawhide. Um, yeah, Rawhide's nice. Ride Kid number 17. Mm. Like, yeah, now, ultimately they didn't make my list, but his yeah, his Western work definitely. Yeah, he kind of dropped out once his superhero stuff. Once his superhero stuff starting big, they kind of pulled him all out of there. And I don't think he inked all his Western covers. Um, I was looking at it earlier, and it was like Dick Ayers uh, yeah, yeah. was was inking those. And uh, this one, I I I I put on here. It's you know you you would see these kind of covers from time to time, but these panel covers, uh, I think, is kind of like an interesting era of comics where you get the panel on the cover like that storytelling on the cover of that uh and i'd like to see them bring that i don't know maybe they do this still like from time to time but i think it'd be kind of a cool way to to do some books the panel layout of this on the two gun kid here two gun kid 63 just kind of like i don't know if this is the best marketing ploy for people who don't read comics but for people who read comics like having that pa panel it design worked, on there back in the cool. day yeah Got a lot of story on there. So, yeah, those are mine. Which is awesome. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, ish, it does not matter to me if you want to go or if you want me to go. Kyle, I think you have issues anyways. Yep. I'll bring it up right now. I have a feel. Nice. Oh, you already aligned. Oh, yep. yep. All right. Mighty Thor 127. So this the 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 pose. I you know I, I you guys probably know that this pose appears throughout the history of comics. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? 
The Mary Jesus Superman, Superman holding Supergirl during the Infinite Crisis. Kyle knows what I'm talking about. This is for some reason the one character holding the other character like that. It's Mary and Jesus. It's <laughs> what's based off of. I mean, I guess of it just appears throughout mm -hmm. comics. Mm -hmm. And I, for me, this is one of the this is one of the classic ones. I don't even think this is the first time that this pose we'll call it appeared, but um yeah, the, just the very he cool. does the gray makes everything really pop out and the purple. Yeah. If I ever if I ever pass away, Kyle, I want you to open casket. I want you to pull my body out and I want you to mourn over me like an offering. Done. Now, Thor did miss leg day, by the way. Will will rigamortis this rigamortis make this like hard, like a hard sell? Like yeah. you have to do this as a fresh, yeah, fresh this, mod. This would be hard. I'll give you a yeah, few things so that rigamortis is done yeah. and yeah. that you can like slump. Limber me up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait. Me out. I'll give you a few days. <laughs> I'll let you marinate. <laughs> so next we got Thor, the Thors were hard to choose from. There's so many amazing Thor covers. Hold on, my computer's being stupid. Awesome. Damn it, it froze. Yeah, it wasn't responding to me. My clicks very well either. I get you. Would you like me to go real quickly while we unfreeze or I know I want Ish to describe the covers. Let's let's imagine them. <laughs> Hold on. Close your eyes. You want me to add in? Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Sorry, cool. everybody. No, it's all right. A little technical. Oh, nice. Ooh. All right. FF39. Yeah, again, again, we looked at the other FF, and it's the same Doctor Doom just kind of hovering, you know, impending doom. Puppet Master style, kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing looks scared. Oops. thing looks scared. Oops, shit. Now it's working. <laughs> yeah, the and then kind of, kind of an awkward Daredevil, yeah. but yeah. still very He cool. looks like he's really playing the blind card really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there you go. There you go. And you know, and I kind of love that little title card: "A blind man shall lead them," which is interesting because I don't, I didn't add in any Daredevil, and I was like, "Man, that's such a shame that I didn't add in some of the Daredevil." So I'm I really want to do the one where where Daredevil was fighting Captain America in the ring. Yeah, well, that was on somebody else's list that didn't show up tonight. That didn't show up, so I had taken it off because because <laughs> that was, it's a, it's a cool cover, and I, you know, but oh well. Mm -hmm. All right, what's up next? What is this right here that he's got in his hand? Is this like a remote control or a walkie-talkie? or What does that look like to you guys? Oh, it doesn't matter. Here. What does that look like to you guys? Oh, awesome. Yep. Yeah, so foxhole number one. I love um, this that he's writing his mom. That was the thing. I, I was looking at the Western covers, the war covers. I was like, man, I, I got to include at least, at least one of them from one of those genres. And this one is just bonkers i mean yeah you, dear mom what is it ah, i can't read the war is like a picnic yeah, yeah the war is like a picnic today we spent beach. a day at the beach <laughs> i didn't even see this cover this is like my favorite so far this is amazing he's got the like strap on missing the ear he's got the two the he's been hitting you know the, the background obviously a d-day type it scenario like a couple bullets have hit his helmet yep. yeah and you look he at really the top can. it says you dig in you fight 
and maybe you die. God, like, who so was it? Grim. Who this was? Is, so is it hard? Faber. Faber used to do the preacher covers, right? It kind of reminds me of that kind, like the way the, 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 the lines and ink in the inks and just like the, the the face, how that realistic kind of almost I don't want to call it painterly, but it's it's yeah, it really reminds me of that Faber stuff. I think this mm. one is from 1954, I believe. Mm -hmm. Gosh. So ahead of its time. And you know, it has it has this kind of almost uh ahead of its time style to it. Like mm -hmm. it feels like it's the 70s. I would have not have guessed 1950s for sure. Yeah, There's no yeah. way, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very grim stuff. Uh, you know, it's like, I'd, I'd say like the hard rock equivalent of a comic book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, it's really cool. That's, that my, favorite. Really That's cool. my favorite so far. First appearance of Groot. I love this cover. Um, I, lo I love the gradients of, of the, the color from the top through the middle. The red kind of turning into the rust, into kind of the orange sunset color. Just aesthetically, I find that very appealing. And then just, yeah, just that, you know how Kirby is very famous for his, the pipes, you know, when he uh -huh. does those science fiction backgrounds, yep. it's just crazy technology. And it's kind of here, but in a, like an organic version with the tree branches and the roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how come I wonder how come they never addressed him being from Planet X in the movies? You know, Different Tales ones. to Astonish at this time had a lot of the the prototype villains. Mm -hmm. was, yeah, um, I mean, it ended the original Magneto, the original uh, Doctor Doom, but they're all given. I think like Magneto was Magnetor or something like that. That wasn't Magnetor. Mag Magnetor, yeah, yeah. So we see a lot of prototypes of characters that end up being. And they oh, change yeah. them maybe a little and refine yeah. them. The what year was this today. ish? What year was this cover? This yeah. was, I want to say 59. 59. 59. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So last is it last? No, third. Yep. Third. No, there's nope. no more. Nope. That was it? No. Nope. That was it. No, there was the FF51. FF51. Spoiler. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, level 51, great cover. And Don't that worry, I kind of can... picked two, and obviously this is debatable. Yeah, because it, one... it was the monster. It was the mo the, that was the cover that I was kind of referencing earlier. Correct. The monster within, where things on there, and you get to see. Hold on. <clears throat> and that's a book that I, I've seen multiple people write about or mention how if you had to pick one issue, just oh. one single issue in the history of marvel to rank as number one that that one has popped up yeah you could just add it to the screen there we go the man and this monster yeah this man this monster mm -hmm. so in some circles this is considered the single greatest issue that marvel ever published and like we yeah. said just the pathos of the of the thing character is just unbelievable it and is even you see yeah. sue's reaction too mm-hmm I think I bought this book from Jesse James for like nine or ten dollars. Oh wow! It was a great copy. I actually sold it for like a lot more so that I could buy my Walking Dead number one a long time ago. This is one of the books that I sold, but yeah, this is a great cover. Well, who am I out of this show with? Seriously, what? Hmm. You no, this is a great cover. Up. This is a great cover. You should have kept it. You have actually had a good comic book. All this right. This is how Kyle looked when he sold this comic book. This is his exact expression. 
empty handed, just <laughs> staring down at his own cod piece. I'm a little bit sad. <laughs> the, the dejection, Mr. Shame on the background. Oh, all right, share screen. Let's see if I got one left in Save me. The best for last. Yeah, I don't know. That's the case. It's all commandy covers. Is this? I don't even think it's mine. It is. Okay. So, uh, Tales from Astonish, and we might just do that as a top five Tales for Astonish next week because there's so many good covers in there. A lot of them are Kirby covers. I think that was kind of part of our problem, too. There's so many good Kirby covers for so many different yeah. genres. Um, You'd have to do multiple top five. We've had a great mix, though, so far. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also some great books in this series. We're gonna do another poll, so watch out for a poll. It might be this, and it might be Creeper Magazine. We'll see who wins. Mm, um, I just this is one that pops out to me, just how they do the eyes. And like I said, there's so much action. This is one of those where you just have an oversized character. You don't even get to see the whole character, but there's so much like action and panic and feeling in the cover that you get from just looking at this. And something I always talk about, like. Yeah, sure. There's some there's some word bubbles on there, and there's a little bit of great coloring and everything like that. But the art really takes away, and you get a feeling for what's going on just through what the artist did there. Number two, AF15. The story behind this too, like I know, like it's easy, right? We're gonna you get you can't do it and not put it up there. But like where he's telling Ditko, uh, Lee, Lee is at the point telling Ditko, like, yeah, bro, uh, they're canceling this. Uh, they're canceling this anyways. I'm gonna get a shot. At throwing this spider guy out there, but you're just not good enough. I got to have my boy Kirby come in here and like speed draw this and sketch it out. And that's how this classic cover got made. I just, I'm not even a huge Spidey guy, but if this doesn't just say comics to you and doesn't say like amazing, then I don't know, man. Well, it does say amazing right there on the cover. Right, right, right. right. It really does. There it is. But that's it. I mean, that's just the story behind it and the two of them getting along at the point um, and them being the right and left-hand mans and just the history behind it. This cover just says a lot of stuff for it. And I do, even though this was like, because did it, did it end at like eight? Wasn't it going to end at 18? If I remember correctly, it was close. They're canceling this title. Um, so it's just really Isn't cool. The next issue, the one that it was amazing adult fantasy. It was before this, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. Before, yeah. It was amazing adult fantasy was 14 which was the last one under adult fantasy then it became amazing fantasy because they were going to cancel it i think at 16 uh originally if i recall now, correctly it's now late. We have amazing fantasy coming back this summer yeah mm-hmm. um fantastic like i said so a fantastic four i think it why i didn't choose one of the other covers which i do you know i always like the galactus with uh silver surfer on it that's a great cover there's a ton of great covers in this one why i chose 29 though is because i I really just, it was the same thing. You had the thing, you had Sue uh, with her shocked face. You had Johnny Storm looking a little bit weak. You know what I mean? And then you have the space background, the watch or something that I always thought that Kirby did well together. That the color palette going on. Yeah, the, I forgot about the cover and that color palette is so ahead of its time. The, the, yeah, thank you. The detail to the, like, I drew it, like, fucking, I had shit to do with this cover. <laughs> like, I just picked well, the, the shadow. No, Marco, thank you. Uh, thank you for presenting this cover that you had shit to do with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I just think, and then, then the detail, even of the housing of the actual street, like, even the pole, like, it just amazed so much to soak in. Once again, one of those where you look at it and you see different stuff, even though it seems so simple, the shadows, 
the mapping on the ground. Like everything seems very simple when you look at it in the wide view, but when you start looking into it, you see how much details in it. And that's what I think when I think Kirby, man, I mean, this is like the shit that I love from him. Uh, speaking of what I like Ooh. also, uh, you know, guilty or justice trap, uh, the guilty, or as the kids are referring it, JTG bro. Uh, is that what they say? That's not what they probably say. Nobody says that. Come on. Yeah. Nobody says that. <laughs> but the but the, but the point there's a two the, the reason why I love this color besides the yells that they used to use back there with the red offsetting and stuff is is two things about Kirby here. The fit the the faces on the officers, the the hard line chins, the superman type look, how he also the criminal looks a little bit disturbed everything that's going on, the one pant leg that's tore up compared to the one that's down, the shoes that are green and screwed up. Like every single thing in this, um, in, in this book is like, it's great, man. I really do love it. It's some of the crime stuff too. I think we forget. We do remember for doing the Westerns and stuff like that, but do remember that he did a couple of crime books too. And he did a really good job with it. It's kind of like war gets overlooked with him sometimes too. I think, uh, just, Cool. And then this one. Look, I, I'm not a big fan of Nazis. I like to punch Nazis in the face. You you punch one Nazi and hit two. Like, this is a great book. Also one of those that has a ton of stuff going on in the background. When you got Toro, so this is Young Allies 1. When you got Toro or Mini Flash and you got little Bucky or Mini Captain America going on here, um, you've got the rest of the group in the back, all the kids that are about to get knocked out, and you have to have Toro saving them before they get stabbed. Literally, it was like a, a weaponized mechanic thing that's going to stab them. You've got the Nazi in the background trying to shoot. You've got Bucky punching Red Skull into Adolf. There's the blood in the dead bars in the background. Uh, Hitler's foot actually hit the mechanic that was going to stab the civilians. Um, probably not the most PC cover you can come around, but for the time, it was what it was. Remember, it's somebody beating up Nazis, so that's always... Uh, I think we can always take that away from these books. Love the coloring. Love how it's even three quarters of a page. Like that's how the front cover was. It's only actually like three quarters of the art going on there. And he fits so much in that three quarters. It's just, it's impressive, man. It really is. Mm -hmm. Why is uh, who in a giant chair? Just because, because Kirby likes to drive giant things every once in a while, bro. He does. It makes it like a focal point. That's yeah. 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 Yeah, he does. So those were mine. I mean, there was a ton more. I think I switched this wrist just today alone. The list I switched three or four times. It just there's so much Kirby stuff. I think we can go. Nobody back. even went with uh, New Gods or Forever People. Yeah, okay, so should I pull up? I can hold on. We'll pull up the Corbin list, even though he's or, not here. Or all, or all the Cap covers. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, so we saw we'll some it. old one, but just you know the the other Cap covers he did. Do you should we do this? Yeah, we'll do it. All no, right. we'll do it. All right, where is it? Uh, the one thing I did re researching all these Kirby covers and going back and looking, it's one thing I did notice is it seemed like every time he drew Captain America, his mouth was open. Yeah, I never understood that. Why? Well, I, I that's and that's what I was saying earlier in the show. If I could ask Kirby one question out of all the questions, it'd be like, Why the fuck did you always draw him with his mouth open? Is he a mouth breather? Did he like what? Like what was your intention of doing that? Hmm. Yeah, that would be a good question. I mean, like you got to remember too. The one that I always hate is when people say like 
Kirby wasn't that good of an artist, and they point out certain aspects. And I always say, do you know the workload that he was doing at that point with all the – think about some of the guys today that are out there doing art. Are they doing all the covers and all the books for 15 different titles in 15 different styles? You know what I mean? The different genres. There's not even different genres for most of these books anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so crazy how talented he was and uh, how much that he could get done. I should probably stop sharing my screen. Um quickly as he did no he was a I, I sometimes i don't even think he went home no it's just amazing <laughs> it is absolutely amazing what he had done i'm sorry i'm trying to find the corbin's uh, yeah i don't know oh here it is okay so and we'll get rid of that because it's my we don't want to dox me do we no no okay so we'll not dox me all right uh, and let's see if I can do this without doxing me. Come on, Marco. You can do it. Don't I know, know. I know, I know, I know. All right. So here we go. Uh, Kirby covers. And this is what he, he only did four. There was a fifth one, but we never added it in. Black Panther number four. Uh, combination of like that new God type theory on it. And he actually Very really did this. Cover, lunch, yeah. mm -hmm. lunch, lunchy, lunch. Uh, then we have New Gods number one. Because uh, this is, I thought of this cover too, just because the look on on his face, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh. Look at me. Also, how he looks like he's gonna eat the like, world. I, I do like the background too with the world. You know, the wars going on back there, like he's trying to cause the disruption. Really great. <laughs> he's almost saying like, you know, hold my beer. Yeah, right. And here's hold, Daredevil. Hold beer. I, I have, I have love hate relationship with this cover it's just a tough cover to for me to love i think it's just that was one that i wanted to pick and i thought it was mm -hmm. and then avengers number one i don't know he didn't give us an explanation why he picked any of these this is a normal size cap which is kind of a weird thing for kirby to do but as kyle pointed out caps god's mouth open caps god's these one these guys teeth kind of grinding but wide open mouth you do I, get I a look He's, uh, he's, he's yelling. He's proclaiming. Now, yeah, you got a little bit of Black Knight in the background, Ant-Man, Thor. He's got some of his greatest hits in the background, which is kind of cool uh, to see, too, there. And that's what we got for that version of the uh, old Kirby. Thank you for Corbin. Sorry, you couldn't make it. Yep. And and Jesse messaged me. And there's a, If you go to Jesse's site and his Facebook page, He's always got this awesome picture of him and Kirby when, when Jesse was a little. Oh, that's at cool. The comic book store he used to work at. So he got to meet and hang out with Kirby, which is freaking cool. Yeah, that's crazy. They did all the work from his house. Start from the belt up and down. Excellent. Uh, yeah, does she do all the interior covers and. 10 different titles and she only does 10 store variants it's a little bit different I think. no he just sat there and he fucking drew kirby just drew yeah kirby just drew like... no no he's i was giving jj a little bit of crap i know so that's cool so that's what we got i don't think it's a great i don't think it's justice the great i i i get what uh figures doing here with the greater than stanley thing and stuff like that i don't think I don't think that's really. I don't know, man. You can't. That's not. You can't. Get yeah, that. that's not a fair assessment. I don't believe. Uh, and I think some of the sides got a little twisted on that too. And it just shows what kind of workhorse Kirby was. You yeah, know, Kirby, and it was Kirby shunned the spotlight. He shunned 
mm-hmm. fame, you know, he shunned money. Yeah. He didn't negotiate yeah. his contracts. He, right. You know, some of that and stuff. Later falls, years, I mean, fans now make a big deal out of this. Oh yeah. yeah. He was, there's a lot of, and he did right. what he, I, he, he lived his life the way he wanted to. I don't think mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think there was some, I think when he starts seeing certain aspects of it, there was some maybe slight regret, but in the end, he, you know, he came out even saying he didn't. And then the oh, family he members got, adult, he made his own decisions. Yeah. Know. Family members got into it in the end and started saying what, like after he passed, yeah, which is usually thought, what he, happens is mm, 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 mm. I don't think see, either, you know, well, I, I never got my cut or my piece of the pie. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, I, I think yeah, that happens. And that stings. Yeah. And that's, you know, for a lot of yeah. people later in life when you're like the dude who sold GI Joe for a hundred thousand dollars. All right. You know, how does he feel yeah. 40 years later? Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's part. Yeah, it's part of it, and like you said, Kirby did what he wanted to do when he wanted to, and I think in the end, two part, there was a lot of getting back. And I think if you would tell either one of those men, I think they pretty much were like one without the other. It was oh, if you, you wouldn't have it either way. I mean, I think you don't. Sometimes you don't have to take sides. You can just say, "Man, that really, that really stunk," but as it was. All right, uh, Kyle, what's our next segment? I think that's it. Damn it, dude. You didn't give me enough time to do it. Well, if that's Anybody it. Anybody watching uh, Modoc on Hulu? Damn, I almost hit it. I almost cut him off. Uh, no. Not one. Not you watch it? I watched uh, I'm a, I watched six episodes. Is it good? I've, I've been enjoying it. Um, a lot of people are comparing it to oh, a show that I never watched, which was um, Robot Chicken. Never watched mm-hmm. Robot Chicken, so I couldn't care less about the comparison. But I mean, it's obviously the take on Modo's Modoc is completely different from the comics because they put it in a sitcom format. But a lot of the jokes are pretty funny, and uh, I just love some of the references. They, they, he, there's a talk show, Master Pandemonium is the host of the talk show. I love stuff, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like Robot Chicken, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's well, uh, that's puppets. the character like where they did it, the puppets. Mm. Yeah, so like there was a Modoc. What's his name? Did a Modoc version on Ro- wasn't on Robot Chicken when he first did it. Uh, Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like he wrote, a the, com- he wrote the uh, miniseries comic book that came out, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. obviously he's the voice of and the head writer of the show. So I mean that's cool. Uh, maybe we should watch it's it. Fun, you know, it's R-rated Marvel. You know. I know. No, I want to get to it. There's just so much stuff to do, and it's summertime. But I really want to get because I, I did. Is it, did you read Modoc Assassin? That little four part mini that they did that just recently came out. No, no, it came out like five years ago, six years ago. Oh no, because that was kind of a take on it too. And I thought I think that was the one that Patton Oswalt wrote, didn't he? He wrote some crap like that, didn't he? Maybe. It was funny. Yeah, it was good. The show, so everybody's name, everyone's regular names, Melissa, whatever. What's his name? Lewis. But then they give him, uh, they're all um, uh, acronyms like MODOK. So it's hilarious to hear what the stuff they come up with. Oh, uh, yeah. Patton's Star Wars theories. Yes. Yes. What is it? I've never heard it. No, he has them. It's good. Just go look them up on the interwebs, man. It's three o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Damn it. Yeah, I know, bro. You're gonna make right. me do research. I know. Holy crap, you might have to. We could go over those next week, though. Do check out the channel. Make sure you're watching the great content that we have on here. Do you know that the the main show is coming back on Monday? They'll be doing good. Dino, 
the man who just passed the credit card for us to submit comics to maybe a uh, questionable grading company. Uh, he has got this new comic book show on Thursday. Thank you for relieving some of my schedule there, Dino. It's pretty good. Make sure you're checking out. They bring in a lot of old school guys. It's a very fun watch. Don't forget, I think I saw a dollar bill. Uh, dollar been digging over there, Richie. Thank you for uh, showing up. Make sure you're checking out Modern uh, uh, Modern Playbook, but they're also doing the recaps. Our boy Steve Horn is over there too. They're doing a really great job. And every once in a while, I almost, man, I keep almost doxing people. I got to stop saying because of what their real name. Anyways, uh, <laughs> check out all those people over there. Uh, we do have the Star Wars show tomorrow at 9.05 or 15, whenever I decide to set it. Oh, come on, hang out, man. We'll have a good time. JJ, did we miss anything? Thank you, Eric, once again for your artwork. We really do appreciate it. Make sure that uh, you check out the new series, Craven the Tree Hugger. <laughs> and don't forget to get your comics at Ace Hardware. Mm-hmm. <laughs>